I, I do love this uh, cover version. Yeah. Oddly enough, this is probably the one song that I prefer the original. Really? And I will say that at this point, I was I wasn't really interested in the in the uh, made. Uh, I would say I do like the original. The, I think the you know the Rosie Gaines is the the primary singer on that. I think right. Oh, Prince, with the uh, the Prince version, right? Yeah. We're talking about the uh, yeah, I like that because like because I I realized that Prince isn't the greatest singer. <laughs> oh, like be I careful, Prince. More, I mean, I mean, Easy. don't get me wrong. The guy's much like Sinead. He's he's like a great producer, writer. Like, uh, you know, he he knows how to put everything together. But I feel like I could do that. Like, I can do like that. <laughs> it's been seven years. Obviously, I can't play the piano or the guitar and the bass and every other instrument. And you know, you know what's interesting about this? Uh, I think she's a good singer on this. But when we go and look at the first album, the it's a it's a highly uh, produced. And yeah. uh, I guess I wouldn't say auto tune because I don't think that existed back then. But at least no, the reverb, no. the reverb, and the yeah. If I'm not mistaken, she produces all her stuff, much like George Michael. She <laughs> produces everything, so she's not only the songwriter. The you know plays the. I believe she plays some of the instruments. I could be wrong about that, but she's the producer. So this is her music. Yes, um, and I do love this version. I think better than the Prince version. The, the Prince version's good. Um, it, obviously, it's more soulful, um, but I think it's 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 I don't know if it's a live version, but it's 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 not as uh, produced as this is. This is like polished. Do, do you think when this song came out, all right, who was first? Was I'm gonna assume that Sinead was a fan of Prince, or was yeah. Prince like a fan of her? Because I know it's the name of the song. It's like mimics mimics one of the songs off of her first debut album. In fact, it's like to you. It's like it's spelled the same way. Like. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, wait a minute, like something's going on here. Like, uh, like they know each other or something. Um, shoot. Hang on a second. Okay. I'm going to pause. Uh, so you, so you were saying, sorry, I cut you oh, off. No, yeah, no, no. It's, it's funny though. Well, there's that, the little, when we get to the song, I'll point out like, and I, I forgot what the title of it is, but it's, uh, it's she uses the same like spelling of to U, like like the uh, two and then it's like wait a minute like i'm gonna <laughs> say that prince might have heard that original album and that's why he was like hey i gotta write her this song and it'll be, it'll be like nothing compares to you like it'll be like you know i assume he wrote it for her or did he or did he write it Boy. prior see it's a weird thing we should have researched it because i always yeah. think i think she recorded it and asked permission after the fact or, oh. or i think there i think i want to say it was a contentious yeah you know what, the, what well here's a weird thing we're, we're reviewing this song and this is not the uh the, we're not re, it's, it's technically that we're not we didn't this, this album this is the second right. album yeah. you know studio her second studio and we're doing the first album so it is yeah. kind of funny that we're reviewing this like wait a minute well well this is her i mean yeah, I, yeah not yeah. to be disrespectful but this, this is her one hit wonder yeah, right. and I will arguably say that I prefer the music on the first. I can tell you right now, like, uh, yeah, that that uh, listening to the uh, the her first studio album, it brought back a lot of memories back from the day from nineteen. It was nineteen eighty seven. Like <laughs> it definitely you, that year brought back a out? lot of memories, and and several of the songs, at least two of the songs, one of them, one of the songs was pretty big on MTV, I believe, back in the day, because I remember seeing the video kind of ad nauseum. But two of the songs I remember listening to on the various college stations I was listening to back at the day. Uh, there was one over here. There was an L.A. one. I think it was called KXLU. And it was some college over here that we have over here in the Pacific Coast or 
then there was another one when I would go to the to the uh, Inland Empire was K Space. It's like another college station because these college stations would always play like alternative music or punk. Oh yeah, at, at, Sir, at whoever like the uh, the the DJ was at the time. So they were playing her album at that time. You know, so it, I think I think they were playing it more than MTV. MTV got that one song Mandinka that was played a lot on MTV. Huh. But the other stuff that I re- there's two songs that that brought back a lot of memories. Really? So, and, I'll, and I'll point them out when we go. Oh, by the way, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm Gregory. Like we're already like ten. We're already like like twenty thirty minutes like into it. That's only like seven. And we have no beer. So let, so this is uh, oh, yeah. this is the California Craft Beer Week episode. Everything's gonna be featuring California beers. What do you want to pop first over there? Let's go. Um, Let's get party started. Okay. Um. Anything then? Uh. We'll go with the can. Can first. Or, I, I, you mean anything or everywhere? <laughs> what do you, what do you oh, say? there we go. We can do some everywhere. One of our one of our uh, rising favorites. Yeah, let's pull that one out here. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Worlds Away um, by Everywhere. Uh, it's a hazy double IPA. Um, you know, can they uniformly put the, oh boy, boy we're starting with the 8.3% uh, alcohol by volume. You know, you know, it has that um, that QR code or whatever the heck it's called. What happens if we scan that? Is something going to happen? Oh, or is it on there? Like a... Well, it's probably already being scanned anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably already being scanned no matter what. Like your phone's already, I have like a, there's a a little developer tool tool thing on your phone that most people don't know about on Android. You can disable it, but it's probably being scanned even when you don't even know it. Yeah. Uh, I just had this scary conversation about AI with the coworker of mine and uh, it's over. It's it's like before you know know it, the the robots, it's. James yeah, Cameron predicted it. August uh, 1980. <laughs> you already know it's happening. You already know it's coming. Jeez, my gosh. It's, it really is pretty scary as to what they're oh, doing yeah. with this stuff. Gosh, man. Speaking of that, I was watching a, <laughs> a movie that I really couldn't stand because it was like three different acts and it was, and it's literally called AI. So I was, I was watching uh, like a, I was watching one of those like videos nowadays that everybody does where it, it goes over like the whole plot line and stuff like that. Cause I didn't want to watch the movie cause I know it's, I remember it being really long and had these, uh, all these different like plot, lines including aliens the very end so it was like so i had to like watch you can just like just to see if i remember hating it as much as i did and i just got it's like awful steven spielberg's ai yeah. i couldn't stand that movie man and that's uh Haley joel osmond Haley joel osmond yeah as the ai like as creepy as the creepily uh looking like smiling ai does he see dead robots in this <laughs> well apparently yeah i mean he's like yeah and it's also got jude What's that guy's name? The, the Jude, Jude Law. Shack. Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. Yeah. Another kid who plays the the creepy son. There, it's it's kind of like actors. You know who they are, but it's like it's like a weird movie, and I don't know, ultimately yeah. it ends up with aliens, and he's like the he's like he's like a testament to man's failure or something. I don't know. Uh, so worlds away, hazy double IPA everywhere for California Craft Beer Week. Here we go. Cheers. Rosette. Oh, oh, I think you're using the. The same uh, glass. Right? No, we're not, because I'm using your glass that I haven't given you yet. Oh, I actually got the Jay Wicks. <laughs> like, there's so many of these now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheers. Yeah, man, they're uh, they're just ran right out of the gate to produce high level beers. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what happens, I guess, when you come from another brewery, right? Like you're already ready to go. You've done you've done the brewing, you've done the recipes, you're probably doing yeah. your own personal takes on them, and then you're good to go. This is why I say, like, too, though. I mean, obviously, you know, if you're a head brewer somewhere, you probably want to start your own brewery now, as opposed to like I would want to take like a head brewer if I started my own brewery. I'd want to take a head brewer from somebody I know. 
So, cause I know I'm going to get like a solid beer, but you know, they're at that point where I've already reached that point. I, I no longer need like a master. Like I need to be my own master now. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. California. So we're going to get into talk about some, uh, breweries. Uh, I did a, I did a kind of a deep dive. I don't know how deep you went about like, what are some of the, what are the breweries we've had over the years and, uh, and how many check-ins and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that first after current events. Yeah. And I actually uh, beat you to that because I have oh. like the, I have the untapped special like edition. So it, it one of like one of the things that pops up is the analytics uh, of the uh, like the beers and all that stuff. So you can see when you first had it, how much times you had it, what's your favorite style, you know, all that stuff like that. So it's got a whole bunch of like number stuff on there. Okay. Uh, the only current event besides California Craft Beer Week, uh, which runs through July twenty first through July thirtieth, um, is the UFC, the big UFC thing going oh, on yeah. tonight, yeah. which already has a canceled fight. Yeah, yeah. man. Like I was all like hyped up, and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not the the main fight. It's uh, the third was, fight from I the think top. It's co-main co-main event? Or no, oh, it was third. Oh, so it was yes, third. third. Uh, and that's the Stephen Thompson Michael uh, Perea fight is been yeah. canceled. Was oh Perea Perea was like overweight, like three pounds or something like that. Now I'm gonna assume this guy's the brother of the guy fighting in the co-main event that fought uh, Izzy. <laughs> is that, are they brothers? Because they have the same last name, don't they? I'm sure. Like that's like saying uh, Martinez. Like we put two Martinezes. But they but they, kind, they look they look similar. I'm gonna say they're brothers. <laughs> I love Why would to you have them on the bro. same card? I, mean, you know. I love to racism, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? They look both presents. I think both out of the same gym. Like come on. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, per, oh, a, I, Alex and like, Michael Parada. Yeah, is that they're what you're gotta saying? be brothers. Okay, I mean, I, I could be completely up. wrong. Yeah, I might just be going with the, uh, <laughs> you know, like all whites are white. <laughs> all <laughs> Martinez's are Martinez. It's like they're all we're, they're all related. When I say white, I mean the last name white. How do you spell that last name? Pereira. Pereira. Uh, let's Dark. see. Drum roll. They are uh, not. Like <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because if they if they are, it's weird because we find out that the other the guy the beat Izzy he's moving up to two hundred five, and this guy's going to have to move up to one eighty five now. Yeah, uh, let's see. Gosh, uh, Michael. Maybe he did it on purpose, like you know. Uh, Michael. I don't know. Yeah, it's I couldn't just, find the information like too either. much. Yeah, yeah, you would have the wiki because I was like, I'm oh, sure yeah. dog I was uh, trying to find it, so I couldn't. Uh, no, they are unrelated. Boom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like the, I love to racism, bro. <laughs> I love to racism, bro. <laughs> That's racist. Uh, let's see. So the big, the big thing is the Poirier Gagey rematch part two. No, no. Yeah, that's the main fight. No, no. Yeah, Dustin Diamond's fighting against Gagey. That's, that's what I said. Poirier. Oh, I think Dustin I said Poirier. Poirier. No, oh, it's Poirier. Like this, oh, oh, it's close to the uh, the Brazilian. <laughs> It's no, more that, racism, that, like yeah. the more like Poirier's French. I, I assume Perrier is Portuguese. If I'm not Brazilian, <laughs> yeah, Poirier. No, it's Portuguese. Well, Portuguese, I, you know, the Portuguese surnames. Dustin the Diamond Poirier is yeah. fighting Justin. What's his What's his name? Gagey. But what's his nickname? Yeah. Does he have a nickname? Does, Jacket, no, Justin Gagey. Like is it? Justin Twelve Gagey, like I don't know, but I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I, I always just put it like, uh, yeah, his last name spelled like, like it's weird. weird. It's got like a J in there at some, some point. Yeah, it's G A E T H G J E. Yeah, so it's like it's weird. It's like, yeah, okay. 
I guess that'd be good called like the the twelve the, the shotgun ga- gaugey like the twelve. I think gauge-y. there was already a twelve gauge. I believe that's a, a there's a female MMA fighter that's oh, okay. twelve. So that's a that's a rematch of the the heavily touted first fight, oh, yeah. which many oh, yeah. consider to be one of the greatest UFC fights of all time. And and, and it's and this is why I'm going to take Dustin Diamond. I I like I I'm really? a big fan of it. Yeah, I'm taking Dustin Diamond to 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 finish off. You know, wow. like I always say, like that's that weird fighters thing where once you get clocked by by a certain fighter, it's in your mind now. Psycholo- he's psych- Dustin Diamond has has a psychological advantage over uh, Gagey. So it's, I think I think they're both going to come out slugging as usual. And it's going to get clocked at some point, and, it's, and it's, that jaws is going to like have like that memory, like it's going <laughs> to crumble again. Wait, so I'm assuming uh, Dustin won the first fight, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember, not, remember that. Technical knockout, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it went the yeah. distance. Now, no, te- oh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was a stoppage. It was a, he was really? slapping him around on the side of the <laughs> ring. Ga- Dustin, I mean, Gagey fell to his knees, and then the referee called it. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because he was clocking him around. I don't remember. I thought it went the distance and it was a decision, but what do I, I know? I believe it's a TKO. If I'm not wow. T- TKO stoppage, it basically to protect the the fighter. Um, let's see if I can find this real quick. Wait, I do need an intern. I mean, let's face it. I need an intern. They could be doing this stuff while I'm talking, and it could put. Oh, let's see. Uh, 2018 Poirier face Gagey. He won the fight via TKO in the fourth round. Yeah, TKO punches. Yeah, there you go. I forgot. I, could, I forgot. I could, I'm, I'm on the sure dog page. I forgot. I could just click on the name and look oh, up the results. <laughs> I got um, two hands. Let's see. So that. So you say Poirier is going to so repeat victory again? I, psychological reasons, and you know, tell me that he will. That he has the uh, Gagey's number, and and Gagey's going to be kind of like gun shy to completely like slug with him, like he normally does with everybody. Going to get. He's going to get tagged a little bit, and then all his memories are going to come flooding back, and the jaws <laughs> is going to collapse again. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and, I could be completely wrong because I know Gage has been winning quite a quite a few of his last fights. And then the other card is Jan Blakowicz versus yeah. Alex Pereira. And Pereira yeah. now went up a class because Izzy beat him, and so yeah. he had a tough time with the weight cut. He's going up. Yeah, he's going up to he's a one eighty five, and he beat the what? He's beat like Izzy like two or three times, and then he yeah. lost that final fight. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Which is but the weird thing about this is, uh. Uh, Jankovic or what's his name? John? <laughs> Black, yeah, Jan Blakovic. Black, yeah, Blakovic. Yeah, Blakovic. yeah. He he has a win over Izzy too. So it's like because he oh, yeah. went up, remember he went up a weight class to try yeah. to fight him, and he could obviously he was too he was undersized. Yeah, but I think it's going to be different, and I think I'm going to put my as much as I like the Jan. Oh, I'm going to put my money on really. On the, yeah, because I believe because he's a I don't know, he's a big dude. The yeah, dude he's is taller. Huge. He's taller. Yeah, than yeah, he's bigger. Jan. Yeah, he's yeah, but Jan's on, he's always putting on. Yeah, but Jan's bulkier though. If you saw the face, I don't know if you saw the face. Yeah, on. but I think I think it helps him with all his striking because he's a pretty good striker. I think he's going to be able to outstrike Jan because because I think like his last like two or three fights have been kind of like bad. They, he did, he's had like recent like like duddy fights, if I'm not mistaken. And then the third fight was Thompson Pereira, but that got canceled because Pereira was over by three pounds. And Thompson Wonderboy just said, "Hey man, I come in underweight. I come in on weight every single fight. I've never missed yeah. weight." I'm not doing it again. I'm not oh, doing it. Oh, he said no. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, because he posted something on his Twitter um, earlier today saying, hey, look, I was ready to go to work. This guy wasn't. I'm not fighting him. Oh, okay. And like, don't don't get mad. Like, don't be upset with me. But I guess I guess he fought um, Darren Till, um, I don't know, maybe last year. And Till was over three pounds. And Till won that fight. 
So he's like, there's no mm-hmm. way. It's too much of an advantage for them just to be just to be in um just to be over just by three pounds because clearly they're not doing the weight cutting, True. extreme weight cutting that that everybody else does. So it seems like it's three pounds, but you're not you're it's just a number. You're not looking at the process of cutting weight that lasts, you know, two, three days. So yeah. Wonder Boy's just like, I ain't doing it. And also Wonder Boy wants because he's on a, he's on a, he had lost two prior and he's done a one 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 win fight streak so you know he wants you know he's got it's got to be a level playing field for him because I need to get my get my win streak back I need to keep going I don't want to have this some guy heavy come in and beat me by a decision or whatnot yeah and he he made a good point he said I don't want to be known as a gatekeeper I, I want to do a title yeah. run and if I can't be losing to some dude who's three pounds over when it's his fault. So I'm, yeah, if I yeah. want to do a title run, I'm not going to take a, an L because some dude was three pounds over. I did that already. Been there, done that. I ain't doing it again. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I see. I see the point. It, it's kind of messed up though, because unfortunately now uh, uh, Derek the Black Beast Lewis is going to replace him, place the fight, and really that fight's really a uh, a pl- you know the ESPN prelim fight. There's no reason for that yes. fight to be up that high. Yes, but everyone's saying that he lost a bunch of weight. Did you see him on the weigh-ins? No, I did not. No, but oh, I know yeah. he's lost. He's lost a bunch of fights too, though. Yeah, but he, but because mainly because of cardio. I mean, you know, he's a he's a knockout guy. If he has to go past the first or second round, <laughs> oh, I, I got a, I got a feeling here though. I, I think if he loses this, I think this is a loser go home, or at least for him. <laughs> he's lost three fights in a row. Yeah, so he loses this at at this height, and now he's now that it's up more like visual. Like now you're the main event. You yeah. lose this fight. I'm sorry, Derek. You're gone. Uh, El Cuquizon. Didn't this guy lose like his uh, last five fights or something like that? Yeah. You keep like, how's this guy still fighting? He's like a man. He already has a contract though. So once the contract expires, they're probably. I, think, gonna... I believe this is his last fight, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So he's this is this is also another loser leave town match. Oh if yeah, he loses. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, I think I think just for his like safety, you know, like safety reasons, he's got to go. But you know he's not, you know he's one of those guys. If he if he gets, he's probably gonna he probably wants to go to a different organization that might pay him more money too. You know, like bare knuckle. I think the bare knuckle fights actually pay you more. He might go there, or, you know, do one of the other promotions. So I got a feeling he's gonna. I got a feeling he's just gonna leave. Even if he wins, I think he's gonna want to make more money. Personally, I just retire and start up a gym. But okay. yeah, how does that? No, he he said he has a gym. Remember he remember oh, he was he? remember. He oh, was okay, okay. So then he could just so then he technically he could just take the winnings and just 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 kick back then. There's a press conference he did, and uh, it was the fourth of to you later on if I remember. There's a press conference he did where he was talking about like he like he broke his his student's arm or something like that. Oh. And and someone's someone's like goofing at him, saying like, you have, "What what's wrong with you? It's your student. Like you can't." Is he like, like fighting break. kids like in the parking lot? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> like like I'm 150 and old. Like I'm fighting my I'm fighting kids in the in the parking lot. That's the other one with the other interchange with him and Khabib when they were gonna fight. Uh, and uh, he's like, uh, "Let's do fight it. Let's go take it to the street. Let's fight in the street." And Khabib like kind of. Khabib shuts him up and says, "You can't. What do you mean to fight in the street? You can't fight in the street. It's Amer- in America. You guys can't fight in the street. You get arrested." Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, "Let's yeah. go to Dagestan. Like we, we, we can fight wherever we want to fight. It's a, it's yeah. a pretty uh, Khabib shuts him down pretty quick. It's pretty funny." Yeah, I think what he meant it's like, "Hey, let's just go on, just go, go, you know, go full out in the street. You know, what I mean, you know, like a you know, like a bar fight. That's that's what he wants." Yeah, but you still can't legally go out and get into no, a you bar can't. Fight. No, yeah, you, yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's not um, like the old west where you could actually like <laughs> challenge somebody to like a uh, like like draw. You got Michael Chiesa versus Kevin Holland. That Holland guy gets a lot of fights, but he's, I mean, he's a good like the personality's there, but he's got to get some W's up on the board. 
Yeah, I got Kiesa in this guy. I mean, as much as I don't really like the guy, but he's a, he's a pretty good fighter. Uh, he's one. He does a commentary sometimes, right? He's in the that booth. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, so it went from a like an A card to maybe oh, a oh he's B. also on a two fight losing streak though so he might be on the he might he might be doing that uh, those uh, hosting jobs more if he loses. <laughs> uh, you know it's kind of weird because there's no title fight tonight. Which yeah. is kind of weird, right? Is is the Dustin Diamond is that fight the is another one of those like the not what's it called the baddest like a mother yes. in the town fight? Yeah, the like, BMF, yeah. the BMF yeah. title. <laughs> Who has okay. that? Is that was that supposed to be Masvidal? Yeah, Masvidal <laughs> beat um, Diaz, I believe, for the BMF. Is the Rocket going to be there tonight? Uh, I'm not sure because <laughs> he he awards that thing out. He's going to be Does there. Does he tonight. really? Is he there? Yeah. Does he have a yeah. movie coming up? Probably not. If he has, a, if he has a movie coming out, then yes. No movie. Like I'm not going. I'm not going. Well, that fast just flopped. Was he in the Fast and Furious? The last one probably flopped. Probably. I don't think still make that. It's like twenty of those movies. Yeah, everything's flopping at the theaters pretty much, except that for Spider Man. And then no, actually, Barbie and Oppenheimer are still doing good. I think, right? Or was it Bob? Uh, Oppen Oppa? What is it? Barbieheimer. 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 <laughs> we'll have to talk Man. about that. I found what? out some information about Oppenheimer that I didn't realize. You know, it's uh, some somebody had pointed it out about his actual the the. Now, remember I was mentioning how I hear there's like it's like an R-rated movie and there's like, yes there's a scene there, and, yes. And then I found out a little bit more about his uh, actual personal life and the way yes. he was, and it's like wow, like wait a minute, this guy does not. You look at that video of him and he looks all depressed, and it's like apparently he wasn't that depressed. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was, I think was he having an, an extramarital affair? And yeah, I think several of them. I think oh, basically yeah. he was. Yeah, he was. He was all around. Yeah. Yeah, when you have that, when you're when when you have the weight of the world in on your shoulder, you got. Oh, you, you need some like. Release. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you need you like the world is oh, in my fingers. Like, yeah, I, I have the power of the atom. No, but I'm talking about the stress, the stress level, not oh, a yeah, conceit, yeah. not like yeah, a conceit yeah. thing. Like, hey, yeah. if you get the weight of the world on your shoulders, you need some, uh, you need some uh, action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we go to the anything else for current events. No, I, I, you know, a movie, it's on Prime, so I started watching it. That knock on cabin and knock on the cabin. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. So, about the halfway point in that movie. Oof. With, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, but yeah, it's, I, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, I get a feeling it's going to, gosh, man, I already have a theory on what's happening in the movie that, that, um, but I'm not sure because I, because I hear there's no twist in it. So, you know, so. So yeah, there's a, there's a twist in it. There's a twist. Oh, in it. oh it is. Okay, so maybe yeah, I'm. I know, so maybe I know the, the twist. Oh, okay, so I don't know. So I'm at the halfway point. Uh, all I know is I see Batista in there, yeah. and if I'm not mistaken, the redheaded actor is Wesley from uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, what's that? The, the the I believe it's the wizard guy from Harry from Potter. Harry, yeah, I don't know. Is that him? Is I've never seen Harry Potter. What? I have no idea. I've only seen like, the... it's that redheaded guy. I I want to say it's him, but he's not. He's playing like an American though. So it's like no yeah. idea. Okay. Uh, oh, so so the other current event is that uh, Sinead O'Connor passed away oh, yeah, yeah. in the week, and uh, we're doing uh, her first album, which is called Lion and the Cobra. So we it's the cub we... or the cobra? Lion cobra. Co- I mean, co- cub. Oh, I thought it was cub. Okay. Cobra. Oh, you're looking right at it. I'm looking, <laughs> you're right, looking at right at it. the name. <laughs> Lion and the co- Cobra. Uh, we're going to take a look at her first uh, debut which, album. Which I believe is a proverb. Is that a? Oh, I don't even know. I believe it's a biblical, either a proverb or I know it's from the Bible, but I can't remember where and what part it is. And I believe this was Grammy nominated uh, when it uh, when it came out. So uh, we'll take a look at that. And uh, I'm not sure if you want to do the uh, 
the next album next week that I I haven't I don't have what I haven't got I don't want what I haven't got or something like that. Oh, I'm looking at right. I haven't. I do not want what I haven't got. Is the oh, second yeah, we album? Do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So we got Degrassi. We got uh, California Craft Beer Week, uh, and we have Justified Prime Evil. And I and you just totally ruined the damn show for me. <laughs> oh, that was bad, yeah. That was so bad. That was very to rough. See, like the like the like how like like why are they doing that? Like why is that happening? What what's yeah. going on here? It was rough. I'm out. I'm out after this episode. I saw something very interesting, and I don't know if this is true, but a, but I I saw a blurb that said that this was a modern reboot of the of the Justified show. Is that is that true? No, it's no. a sequel, right? Yeah, or a side story. It's a it's a I guess it's a sequel because it's based on more novels by that uh, author. Oh, because I saw reboot and I was like reboot that sounds kind of weird, but I, I don't know because I never saw the first one. So no, it's just a mini series. I think it's like only six or seven episodes to it, and it's done in and out. Oh, what, another a little another little blurb that popped up with me is apparently the the Secret Invasion ended, and uh, yeah. it seems like everybody hates like that. Everybody hates that last episode. So I was like, so I keep seeing that popping up now. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, then we're going to do the album and then we're going to do, uh, the California, uh, craft beer week, uh, kind of discussion. So we guess we could start with that since it's the main thing. All right. Well, it looks like you're done. Yeah. It looks like you're done. Yeah. I got to yeah. do small, uh, you know, again, during the show, I do small, smaller pours just do because too. of, uh, I want to take the pictures later on. And I know mm-hmm. that salad maker and the consecration are super small pours. So, oh yeah. What are, what you... um, what's a, what, what's the size in this about five ounces, four ounces on those little things we have? Um, probably five, I guess. Yeah, but not, and I never really fill up to the top. So it's probably gonna be around four or four ounces. Or so. Okay. What do you got to do? What do you want to do next? Let me get a jar. Let's go a jar this time. Okay. Okay, this is okay. So oh, this boy. is the bourbon blamo. Something that oh you saw it. So this yeah, something that we've had, I believe, uh, prior. So. Yes, and that's that's a small bottle. That is correct. Is that three fifty? Yeah, but I think I, I think I gave you more most of it. So I'm looking at my. Uh, I'm going to do just a little, probably two ounce pour, so I can take a better picture with the rest of it. Yeah, these yeah, these ones I just I rely on you to give me the picture. I I, t- I take your I plagiarize to take your picture. Uh, so this is Bourbon Blamo. Uh, this is by Cellamaker, um, twenty twenty two release, and this is a bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stat with coconut at a fourteen point seven percent. This is twenty five. So it's a blend. A twenty five percent bourbon aged barley wine, twenty five percent rye whiskey aged stout, fifty percent bourbon aged stout. So that's what we got in here. All right, just a little, just a little kind of taster for oh, me. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. How's it? Wow, you get all that coconut. Wow, sticky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So seller maker, seller maker finally took over that rare barrel space and they opened. So uh, mm. you know the the rare barrel uh, is no longer. Uh, yeah. Operational. Supposedly, the the deal is though the cellar maker is going to still brand out the rare barrel sours, and they're still going to produce those sours okay. under that rare barrel label. Supposedly, so we'll see. I'm going to make works a prediction out. right now. I'm going to make a prediction and see <laughs> if you done. have rare barrel on on your top ten uh, list. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're 
I don't know if I'm going to do a list. I'm going to go over some breweries oh, and say, hey, this I have, is something I, I, I actually create, I actually, I, I, I realize that this, I don't know why. Maybe, maybe it's because I have the analytics and I could look at the untapped. So it made it a little bit easier when I could see all the California beers that I've had. It actually wound up becoming like a, like an enjoyable, like look over. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure on the way my lineup goes. And I think I went more with the member berries too, with the, with the, oh, some yeah, of the, uh, for sure. Some, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Especially my number 10 choice, which I, I believe shouldn't be in the list, but I had to put it there because of, because of its uh, meaning to me. And it's like, you know, from the, in the craft, California craft beer scene, but yeah, it's def- it definitely, it wound up becoming more enjoyable than I was expecting to, to put the list together. Well, we've been doing this now for, oh boy, probably over 10 years now. So we do Jeez. have some, oh, yeah. uh, we, we do have some pretty distant memories of going through this. So yeah, uh, th- this is the format I'm going to opt for. And then you can tell me um, if yeah. you're okay with that. I just took down um, most of the California breweries that we have experience with, and then we can go kind of through the list, maybe yeah. alphabetically, probably. I, or... I have about 20 California breweries on my list. Oh, and I, have then way I made more the list. Of, I mean, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't. Want, I, I, these had to have like a like a, like actual impact. It couldn't be, can't be like one or two beers from them because I kind of, I kind of took them out. You know, especially like, I mean, because there's like a, you know, I could think of breweries that we drink, we're starting to drink a lot of now, yeah. but they're still not. They haven't earned that place yet. So it's like I got to keep them out of there. You know, it's got to have, it's got to have some meaningful, semi long, long impact on me. You know, so this is the other thing about my data that's a little skewed. I almost never use Untapped now. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. all of my check-ins are going to be heavy from you know ten years ago. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe which not is, so much is, for five years, four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, you're right. The odd thing is, I got on. Oh gosh, you probably got Untapped. What? Maybe a year after me, because I think I started using yeah. it in 2013. Yeah. And then the weird thing about that is, I started using it, and then there was probably like a three or four year, maybe five year period where I stopped using, it. and then I got back into it heavily. So, okay. so I'm missing, there's like a big gap there of years that are just completely missing. And, you know, I take pictures of everything. I mean, thinking of, is it cheating if I go back and just start entering no. stuff? It is not that? cheating. No, no. If you, if, if you got the receipt, it is not cheating. <laughs> yeah, and like, like I have about, yeah, you're right. Cause I have a folder that has probably about a hundred, hundred beer pictures in it. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm like, I want to add them, but I just can't figure out how to get them from my old laptop to my, I, I'm sure I could air, what's it, what's it called? Like air thing maybe airdrop yeah airdrop them over to the phone but uh yeah Um, like i said like i have that uh anchor the anchor christmas from 2013 or 14 so i want to i want to put that in there so i'm going to just jump into this and this is the way i'm going to start it and then you can chime in i'm going to go for um breweries with the most check-ins for unique beers because i think for me that'll probably set the stage for the discussion uh, i think we're going to have for me, there's definitely one. There's one beer to rule them all. Like uh, there one, is one, definitely one brewery. Well, I say to, one brewery to rule them. Yeah. Like one brewery to rule them all. I'm gonna say that there's two that were fairly close, and I'm pretty sure they're the same breweries for us. <laughs> Probably. I'm to look. Let me look at my analytics real fast. They both start yeah. with the letter B. Is that correct? <laughs> is that <laughs> correct? See, but I feel like for you, I think you got you. Because I wasn't untapping the old stuff from the I, yeah from the brewery from the brewery I'm thinking of well I mean from the brewery oh, it's like oh. so, so I'm missing about a hundred a hundred check-ins there. So the brewery is what we're talking about. It's one of your top, I'm sure. I'm sure, right? Uh, I think there. I think I have them at four or so or five. Really? Or so. Yeah. How many how many check-ins do you have for the brewery? Uh, let me see. Like I said, I'm missing a big chunks at that time. Right. 
I, I don't think I had Untapped. When we first started going there, I don't I don't think I had Untapped when we started going. And then when we finally started going, I, I stopped using Untapped. So it's like I'm missing a big portion of, of uh, the brewery. Okay, so what do you have for how many check-ins do you have? Are you looking or now? Yeah, well, I don't know what it is. Like I'm paying for this now, and I think it, I think it loads slower. Like it's like I, I, I had 175 unique oh, beers. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. For, from the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. That's an, I mean, the, yeah, these I, are, yeah you, I don't have these any are unique. These are unique beers, so they're not. These like aren't this, even like over. Oh, this isn't even Black Tuesday 20, 25 times <laughs> or Sucre. This like Sucre like eighty yeah, times. So, yeah, but like think about how many times we've had Black Tuesday. So it's got to be like at least like tw- at least twenty five <laughs> times, right? Because yeah. like Chocolate Rain, Mocha Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Great Monday. Like yeah, you're right. Like like at least ten to twenty times each of those beers. Yeah, it's still loading. Yeah, it's like what's going on? Like like I'm paying six dollars. <laughs> like, turn. turn. <laughs> oh, okay, so ball. so let's talk about the brewery. I mean, because mm-hmm. now. It's uh, it's not quite what it was. I mean, I think I think I think everyone could be pretty honest about that. That it's not what it was. I think when mm-hmm. when uh, Patrick Rue was the uh, the when the family owned it, uh, they were just yeah. knocking it out of the park. We had uh, black, you know, the whole series: Gray Monday, Black Tuesday, Mocha Wednesday, uh, Chocolate Rain. Um, they they just probably could do no wrong, with the exception of when they said it cross contaminating oh, with the sours. That's when the, that's when the problems began, and even they realized, hey, we got to get out, we got to separate this. We we yeah. messed up. We need to separate. Yeah, uh, and their sours was were great. Ode Tart was was amazing. Um, I'm trying to think of some of their their sours. What was well, they tart of darkness? Is, maybe tart of darkness uh, is like it was yeah. that experiment that 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 messed up everything. Maybe uh, yeah, you're that, right because. That's a sour was, stout, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was an accident that probably worked for them. And then it just like, uh, oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like the thing. It just kept on, uh, it kept on replicating itself. Yeah. I had, I have them as number four on my list because you're yeah, right. But, because for me, for me, it has like a personal meaning too. Cause that's the first brewery that I ever went to. And you know me, I don't like going to places. I can't, you know. Yeah. And that's the first one that Tony said, hey, we got to go. Let's get, I'm going to get my cousins. Let's go out there. You know, it's, it's over here in, uh, where is it? Where is it located? At? Placentia. Placentia. So, you know, let's go. And I'm like, you know, I, so for me to go there was like a big thing. And, you know, and it was great. You know, great experience. And I was like, yeah, this is it, man. This is the place. This, you know. And then the beers were, and gosh, and I think I probably one of our first pours that I can remember, I want to say was white chocolate. That might have been one of my first oh, yeah. pours. Oof. And it's automatically, it's like a high ABV beer. So these weren't like... Like, oh, these aren't your typical pilsners and like, you know, like, no, no. These were like high ABV beers. And it was just like, wow, man, it ain't going to take much to get tanked here. You know, it's just like. Yeah. And they were exclusively producing sours, stouts, and barley wines. And the, the whole thing is they refused to produce an IPA and then they put oh, yeah. the off shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you can't probably can't get more nostalgic than the brewery in Southern in I can. Los, Los Angeles. I, I can area. get more. I can get more. And this is why I do on the list, my number 11. Okay. I can um, get a little bit more nostalgia. Because so I, I'm gonna I, go, yeah, good. I'm going to go with my next. So we're done with the brewery. I'm going to my next brewery. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with the next brewery, which has probably be your number one. And I had 159 beers checked into this brewery. And this is right down the street from them. This is Bottle Logic. Yeah. Bottle Logic is my number one. And even though we don't really drink a lot from them anymore, I mean, you do. I'm sure you got bottles still. But 
that yeah, they are my number one. As in fact, you can see I'm wearing the uh, the old school Bottle Logic. Uh, oddly enough, the Iper shirt that they had, I believe, is the one with the arcade like. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Bottle Logic. I think I spent more time at Bottle Logic than any brewery like ever. Really. Like, uh, we were, we were there for like what? We, how many of those festivals did we do? That <laughs> the week of logic. <laughs> yeah, that's like two. seven. That's like seven days. Like like for like ease like seven days for each event. You know me. I guess once again, I don't like going out to breweries. We literally were there for seven days in a row, just like you know, just drinking. It's like, yeah. I mean, you the brewery has to be special for you for me to want to do that. You know. Yeah, and you're right. Am I? No, I think I have like 160 check-ins from them. From the from the, the so the, on the on my <laughs> list they're number one so easily even though and I was also buying bottles back in the day which is something yeah. I don't you know I don't really buy beer but it's buying the bottles we're going there in line waiting you know you know there's a whole thing there's a whole like a like a gosh, I'm gonna say communal it was like a like a thing we got together we let's get up let's go and get in line and you know or let's or we need to like you know oh 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 the uh, the the uh, online ordering thing is gonna be like got to do it. So yeah, definitely the most effort for getting beers for me and why they're number one. Because that great beer, fun, fundamental observation is, is, yeah, it's a great beer and, and yeah. it's all its variants that it has. And but plus they have more. The one thing that the one weak point with now I say for the biologic is their IPAs, while being solid, they just weren't an IPA company. They were more of a uh, stout. Um, yes, the stasis although they, projects. Although they, stasis. Although later on they did start making really good fruited beers, so that was like an oh, addition yeah. Yeah, I can add on for the uh, for the brewery. Yeah, definitely. Talk, the logic is number one. My number one. And we talk about diversifying, especially during COVID, and and you know how are you going to get other people into the brewery? And they did those uh, those uh, smoothie sours, and they did them. Oh, yeah. they did them yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's you know you're you're. I mean you're right. We when you go to when the whole week of logic. And you go every single day to get the stamp you and the know passport. That you better like this brewery. <laughs> you better like close, this brewery. It, it's not close to us. No. I mean, it's, maybe it's closer no. to you, but it's not close to me. I think it's no, no, you'd have to get me. You have to get me, and then we'd have to go. <laughs> How many did we do of those? Two or two or three of them? Probably two or three. But we and I had to as we went to the later ones, and I was making had more disposable income. We I'd lift it over there. Remember, we'd take the lift oh, yeah. over there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had, you had no choice because. Because we knew what was going to happen, especially when they came out with like fun, the fundamental theorem, which was like those pores that we had. Keep it coming, keep it coming. Keep it, yeah. coming. <laughs> it was like twenty-one like percent ABV. Oh, we must have sucked down like four of those. Like every oh, day yeah, we yeah. were there, like I keep it coming. Yeah, get it. Yeah. It's not going to be here for long. I, I, you know, I have one more bottle of that. Oh, that we really? Should, uh, we wow. should pop maybe for uh, the two hundredth episode that's coming up in a couple of months. A um, couple of months? Then we just do the hundred. Uh, well, we did the 150 a couple of weeks ago. Oh, don't, don't forget, we're doing two, two a week now. Oh, I see. So I it see. doubles the count, and we're and I'm doing the interviews. So, oh, okay. Um, oh, so okay. So you're, you're including it all. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, I'll take what I can get. Okay. Uh, with, so I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a guess on what your number two. So that was your number one. Yeah. I'm gonna take a wild guess as what your right. number two is. Okay. And I could be and, wrong, but I know. Bear in mind, I, bear in mind, I had arguments and I had to rearrange stuff. And like, I'm like, ah, like, dude, is this really good? Nah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and uh, I'll give is, you my final. Is Stone number your number two? No, no. Okay. Okay. See, now, okay, see, remember I mentioned earlier, there's a brewery that I have conflicted <laughs> feelings for. That was at number ten <laughs> my list. Oh, and, and, and because you know, I mean, we all know what happened to Stone. You know, back in the day when Stone originally came out, they were like one of the for me, for me, when it comes to American craft and, you know, and the first, 
um, knowing craft beer that I ever had in my mind. I'm not talking about German, you know, German beers and whatnot, which yeah. I have had when I was a kid. But I'm talking about the first American craft beer that I can ever remember having was Tony bringing over a bottle of the Russian Imperial Stout. So that for me, that's a member berry because that, you know, so it's stone is ingrained in my head now. Yeah. And over, and over the years, arrogant bastard was a, was a huge, you know, was a, you know, we drank a lot of double bastard. That did split off beer. though. Don't forget. Well, but, but, but I'm it talking about, it wasn't stone. You know, it wasn't stone for long. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm talking though, back in the day, cause there's a certain point where I, where we st- I stopped drinking stone. You know, I, I, I don't know why I just, I, I didn't like the like the owner. Like I forgot what that guy's name is. The, the cock, cook, or, the cook. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a real big fan of that guy. And I don't know why. I always felt like that guy was just going to be like uh, in the end, what was going to happen <laughs> was going to happen. And of course, we know that Sapporo eventually he eventually sold out to Sapporo, and you know, and, and then I mean, I think there, there was a whole lawsuit that happened too. And oh yeah, that was kind of a weird thing. Where so he, yeah, the double. It was a double tiered lawsuit. One they were suing Keystone for oh yeah the Keystone's rebranding. And then they filed a bunch of frivolous lawsuits owning the name yeah. Stone. So if anyone, any food and beverage company had the name Stone in it, they received a, a cease and desist order. Yeah, and, to stop and using that's that. and that's where it's starting Weird. to get like, oh, these guys are starting to get these. You know, this guy is becoming. He's, you know, the guy comes off like as like as like a liberal guy. Yeah, and you realize, wait a minute, it sounds more like he's like he's like this like you know. Because I'm not saying that you, you have to be, you can be a a conservative, be a capitalist, but he comes off as like I need to make it's my money. It's like mine. You know, so I don't know. Well, it was weird because he, he was claiming he was being bullied by Keystone, and then they go right around and bully all these little small companies yeah, yeah, for yeah. the uh, for the same thing. So it was kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. critical, I think. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. So and, and you're like, ah, oh, gosh, like, and I was like, I'm gonna put them at ten, and then I made a mistake in my list, so I moved them to number eleven on the list, uh, only because of the member berries. And bear in mind, the I, I the Russian Imperial style, I love that. You know, the the regular. Then that wasn't even barrel age. That's just regular. The uh, the arrogant bastard was a standard. You know, I, I I don't know if I had if I had if I had an accurate count on untap on how many how many bottles I drank of that, it would be super high. The uh, like I said, and then the um, double bastard and the old guardian, the, the uh, stable uh, barley wine that was really good. You know, I can't leave them off that that top right. ten list. Yeah, they're actually number eleven. I had to, I had to, I had to move them over for for my, my number ten. Did you have a number of chickens uh, for them on your? I do your... if I could. If I do if I could look at it. Oh, you still can't, I can't access it. Like force force close it and then reopen it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's like, like like I'm paying for like nothing. <laughs> I had forty four chickens for for stone, but I I will say this: if we're gonna kind of are we are we gonna go to uh like a top ten list of beers too after this? Uh, I don't have that on my thing. I didn't put I didn't I didn't put that. So okay, yeah, that I, I did. The... I only did breweries. Okay, so then I'll I'll go. You know, I'll, the highlight for me for Stone is really one beer, and that's Ruination. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's on my it's on the it's on my note actually <laughs> on your app that you can't open. <laughs> no, no, it's on my note. It's on my actual note. I don't know if you can see it here. It's like I have I have Arrogant Bastard, Double Bastard, IRS, Old Guardian, Ruination, first official memory of drinking American craft beer. So that's yeah. so that's on my actual note that I wrote down. So regardless of what we think about them now, you can't deny the fact that they were a powerhouse, and you cannot deny oh, the yeah. fact that that ruination for me was the the definition of West Coast uh, IPA, and, and without a doubt, and they came in those bombers. You know, you, you everyone recognize remembers that that bottle with the bomber, and it had the gargoyle on it. And oh it yeah, like yeah, the gargoyle like was like iconic. Yeah. on it. 
I mean, you can't, you can't deny the, we think whatever you want about them, think right now where they're at, but you cannot deny that that ruination was an excellent example of a West coast IPA. Yeah. Uh, I will say this much though, as much as I love that beer and that beer probably would is in my top 10, as much as I love that beer, they wrecked that recipe when they went to that 2.0. I hate, could right, not drink right. 2.0, stop drinking ruination as yeah. soon as they issued that 2.0 out. And then, but then they did come out with the Ruin 10 too, which, which yes. was, uh, which was oof. oof. They just re released that last year. Did I give you a bottle of that or no? I think you did. I think, yeah. I, did, I think you drank it. Yeah. So, so we talk about check ins for that. I only have like 26 check ins to Stone. And that's because like, I'm missing, like, because they were one of yeah. my first breweries. I'm missing that big chunk because I wasn't either using on tap at the time. And then ultimately I stopped using it. So I'm missing a lot of check ins from them. Oh, yeah. And then I've been to a couple of their festivals too, so all those chickens are are. Oh, you uh, oh you've been to the uh, what's it called? It's got like a name, the Stone something. I have festival. one of the Mar- yeah. Mar- I, have, uh, I have I uh, have one of their glasses, like a dark day oh. or like a black day, or where it's like all stout, all their heavy stout. Uh, oh, okay. They were pouring. Okay. Uh, yeah, that Ruin Ten was excellent. They just re-released that I think this year or last year, and it was it was amazing. No, no doubt, no doubt, because they went back to the original formula, and I was like, okay, I'm in with that. Um, what's your, so what is your number two then? My number two was, was a, oh gosh, you see, this is a weird ring. This is interchangeable, but I picked them because I feel they have a little bit more diversity in their beers, but the exception of stouts, green cheek. I put green cheek as number wow. two. Yeah. Yeah. Evan. <laughs> because we still drink them as opposed to like a memory. I'm yeah. going with the more consistent, like something we still drink as opposed huh. to a memory. Evan and uh, Brian. Yeah, which is odd because the other brewery that's associated with Evan. Oh yeah. Even though we have you know some member berries with them, I did not. I they're not even in my top twenty. So that's Noble. So yes. I mean, even you know we, we Noble has uh, uh, the nice sauce and but then something just happened. Obviously, I assume Evan you know did nani sauce. Yeah. You know, and, and they just kind of just dropped off. So I don't even have them in my top twenty. Yeah, I yeah, I do have one on, on the list of California breweries, and you're right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, what do I remember from them after uh, Evan left? And there really isn't anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they they did have they did do can releases after, but then then we I think we did like one or two of them, and then we just stopped. Like it was, it's over. And I would say that Green Cheek probably produces one of my top ten beers of all time, and of course that's the Cocoa Hut. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Cocoa Hut. Yeah. I love that beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I still it's, have. But like it's also like they, they have a lot of diversity. They make a lot of different styles. They even make the stouts, but it's not their. They, it's rare that they make a stout, but it's usually a good one. Like then they do one with Horace. So we just have one. Yeah. With the, yep. Yeah. Yep. And I have one in the fridge uh, that we can pop at, at oh, okay. some point. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. A stat from them. So I do wish they would do more though. That you know, that's maybe it's like I assume it's a cost heavy thing to do as opposed oh, yeah. to like the IPAs and the uh oh yeah. Uh Green Cheek definitely is on my list. I had 39 check-ins for them. And again, you know, probably higher than that since I don't awesome. really use awesome. too much. And another reason too is because when they when they originally like started, we were there. We were there for their like their uh, upstart beginning. We were there in line waiting for the cans, spent a lot of times, uh, you know, a lot of uh Gosh, man, we were, it's, I mean, it, I, once again, I don't like going out to breweries and we were waiting in line to get their beers. So that, that's got to mean something. Yeah. And I even told you when I interviewed Brian for the show, um, I had that old school glass that was kind of like, it's like a, it's like a, it gets oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a Pilsner I, glass, I, but it's I like tapers. My, I feel like I still have mine. I want to believe it's still hidden somewhere around here, but I'm I'm afraid that it's probably broken. So I probably use broken. 
and I go, Hey, look, Brian, I have this glass. He's like, Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that. That's like yeah. a year. That's a year one glass. I haven't seen that in years. It's a weird shape too. It's it's. I want to almost say it's like a stange glass, like the stange yeah. or the stange that you use for the, uh, what's that? What's that one? Uh, the, uh, the Czech beer, the, um, I forget what it is, but it's, it, but it's got like a little weird, like, uh, thing at the top. So it changes yeah. and it's, instead of being a cylinder, it has like a little, yeah, it flares out. So it goes it flares halfway, out. Like a it flares out. Floor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely green cheek is one, and we still drink those to this day. And then oh, when yeah. that and when that cocoa hut go, gets released, oh yeah, you gotta go get it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I gotta, I, I gotta, I'm I need to get a case of that or a palette. I need to get a palette. Oh yeah. That. Remember back in the day when they used to release that on IG? We, I was just like, okay, I'm there. Where I don't care what I'm oh, doing, yeah, I'm yeah. dropping what I'm doing, and I'm gonna go get some cocoa hut. Yeah. What else you got? So what's your number three? Oh, let me kick a guess. I, I already All know right. what your number three is. Right. Your well, number yeah. three is going to be monkish. Yeah, that is absolutely <laughs> correct because it's it's similar. It's similar. You know, you know, the difference is I don't go to monkish. So I I had I had to like I say like well monkish is number three because I don't go there. So it's but obviously when it comes to the masters of the West Coast, the haze. Like if you're a haze borough, this is the they're the brewery. You know, like yeah. you know, and you know you're not going to get a bad haze from them. You know, some some may say, uh, but they're a one trick pony. Yeah, it's a it's a good one trick. You know, it's like yeah, <laughs> it works. Do you want what's the what's the phrase? Do you want to be a master of one thing, or do you want to be good at? Yeah. Do you want to be good yeah. at everything? You, yeah, you want to master, master at none, but like what is it like a yeah yeah? What is that phrase? <laughs> a jack of all trade and uh, master of none, but yeah, what is that like? A, <laughs> like a knower of all, but a master of none, <laughs> something like that, something like that. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else you got on your list. Yeah, number four was the brewery, we, which we went over. Okay, number five, a brewery that we still drink. Uh, and Benny also has also has a lot of memories for me. Russian River. Yeah, Russian that's, River. I heard that would be your number one. No, no, uh, no, because it once again, it's kind of like they don't really do stouts. I mean, I, I, they do a porter, but, but it's only like one. But so, even though they are, some will say the Godfather of the California West coast, uh, 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 IPA, you know, they are the godfather of that with Pliny, you know, it's, it, you can't go wrong Pliny. And then they have, and then they also do the sours like supplication. Um, yeah. And, then, and, and I think, know, I think blind pig was the first IPA they did. Is Pliny considered yeah. the first double IPA? I think. I, I think so, but let's be honest. When it comes to like, you know, it's Pliny is the, is the one. And then the, and then the, 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 there's the elder and the younger. So they wind up being like, those are the I would call them de facto West Coast IPA. And then yeah, let's not gloss over what you just mentioned. Their their sour, their knowledge of oh, yeah. sour brewing is second to none. Oh it, yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Vinny like a wine guy prior? To yes. The, yeah. yeah, I think Corbell maybe one of those uh, one of those uh, uh, wine places up there. Yeah, uh, but when you think about Pliny the Elder, Pliny the Younger, Blind Pig supplication where we're actually maybe this is the appropriate time to get into that consecration uh oh, for okay. today. yeah 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 we do have yeah. uh, some of these represented here i'm gonna pull find this it. over here so this is russian river consecration this is a vintage bottle this is a 2017 bottle that they oh, uh, they shipped okay. out to us this is ale aged and cabernet sauvignon barrels with currants added currants are like hmm. little kind of like raisiny is that what is the currants that what are? I don't know. I, I, don't, we, I, I have. Know. I always have currants. And with, is it beer that I always have currants? But I, I'll never know what it is. <laughs> I think it's like a. I think it is. I think it's a grape. I want to say it's a grape. Ooh, it smells funky. Yeah, I got and the again, funk already on that. Yeah. I'm gonna do a super small pour so I can do some pictures later on. Yeah, super funky. 
You know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know it's going to hit you. The back of your, maybe that those little receptors in the back are going to have that weird sensation, which which is really annoying. Like that, gosh, you know that little burn type sensation that you get back there? Is this Brett? Is this pretendomyces? What is the the yeast that makes this... uh... I don't think so. I think it's lactic. It's got to be something like the lactic one. Is Although I do smell that bandage. I do smell that bready bandage type of smell. All right, here we go. Cheers. Pause it. Yeah, you know what you're going to get. That's a it six years old. Taste six years old, not yeah. bad. You know what you're going to get. They, they don't make any uh, qualms about it. It's, we're, we do sour beer and we do it uh, exceptionally well. That has to be brick because it's got that like like bandage type, um, like quinine. I always call it quinine, where it's like a dull, like taste at the very end. Uh, what do you got next on your list? At number six, I have Sierra Nevada, probably oh, yeah. one of the oldest California breweries wow. I'm from Chico, California. Yeah, that you cannot, I mean, they were at the forefront of a lot of the stuff going on. They got to be, oh, yeah. what, 40 years old by now? They've been oh, yeah, forever. yeah, like the California craft beer scene, right? They got to be the... Uh, and so what is so I mean, and they really had a lot of beers, but although the one that I although I am wrong is anchor anchor technically anchor is the oldest oh, yeah. California craft beer. Uh the one beer that Sierra Nevada has done that I still drink to this day is that torpedo. Oh yeah. I, you torpedo. can't go wrong with that torpedo. It's an excellent beer. It's still an excellent beer. It was always it's yeah. always been an excellent beer. I think I'm I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna move up to uh, atomic torpedo though. And at, at nine point two percent Well there and remember they did sours. Um, oh, they did everything back in the day. It was weird yeah. because was, at one time, the barley wine, they the were Bigfoot. really embracing the craft, the different styles in craft beer. They had like those, like like the IPAs with the wax on them, the uh, the, the hemisphere ones. The yeah. uh, I forget what like the, oh, they were like the wet hop, wet like hop. hemisphere. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had like the mm. celebration. They had celebration, uh, a classic. That's like a that's a that's like a yearly visit. I always got to get at least a six pack of celebration. The Bigfoot is another one that they did. The exactly. barley wine. Bigfoot's good. That's another one that I try to pick up every year. The uh, also they have the the uh, the gosh man, this is like the ingenious twelve pack. The uh, the Bandcamp series, mm-hmm, which were mm-hmm. which were cool. And they, to kind of elaborate on that, what they did was they partnered up with other high level breweries in the state. I don't think they went out. Did they go out? Were they? Oh, no, no, no. It was out. It was out of oh, state. Yeah. Oh no, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it was right. cross country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They had three Floyds on there. Yeah. They had a. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, Russian River. I think Dogfish Head, and it was an annual release where they would do these collabs. I mean, they, were yeah. were they not at the forefront of collaborations back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, oh, this, this is really cool. Yeah. And every year we'd wait to see like who are going to be the breweries that they're going to collab with. Exactly. These, these one-time yeah. releases. It was never crazy styles, and it was always like you know pilsners, ipas, and you know, stuff like that, like you know mid to lower level abv beers but it was still cool to have the you know oh so and so this is like a, you know southern tier or whatnot whoever was on the you know oh, yeah being a part of that i would say you know and obviously not a california uh, brewery but i would say sierra nevada and sam adams probably were oh, yeah. at the forefront of yeah. uh of doing beer on a, on a high level and uh and really by volume right they've I mean they're producing yeah. a lot and distroing it across the country very early on yeah, also, yeah, even though even though uh, Sam Adams is not a uh, a California brewery, yeah, they're the right. one that came out with all like the box sets for like mm-hmm. seasonal, and then not only that, but they also had a lot of like they they also embraced the craft scene where they were making all kinds of like the the they had like a four tier bottle system, regularly like the the lager, which is like the lowest level, 
And then they had that second tier. I think it was I think it was like a three fifty bottle. It was a little bit bigger. It had the pumpkin one. And then they had like a like a a more larger bottle. Yeah, it was like the next level. And then they had the Utopia, which is like they're like Oof. the highest level. Oof, yeah, because they had that they had that cork sour series too. Yeah, yeah, it was like a weird cat, like old like yeah. milk churning type bottle. It looked like a milk yeah. churn, like the old days. Like a, it might have been like a seven fifty. Yeah, I think it was close to a six hundred or seven fifty. Yeah, I think one might have been called like New World or something like that. I'm trying to think. That's of the possible. Names of those. Yeah. Yeah, and those don't exist. You can't even get those three fifties anymore. Though, and those were cool because that was like a whole series upon unto itself. They had that Nord, that Nordic blood one, the uh, the pumpkin one. I got it, and I, I I have like pictures of the bottles, but I didn't untap them, so I need to do that. Uh, what else you got? So for number seven, another OG because I I feel like these are a lot of OG stuff. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. I know what, what you're gonna say. It? You ready? So yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my Karnak uh, impression. Right. <laughs> Um, Ale Smith. Wait, can wait? Can you see the reflection off my glasses? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can see the reflection off the glasses. Oh, like, no. what's like? A... It gotta be Ale Smith, right? Like, I'm not wearing pants. Like, you like go look. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Is it off my eye? Like, can you see like my retina? <laughs> no, yeah. but it's old school. I mean, come on. How many of those beers? I would say, but through? I would say all of yeah, but but all of these are kind of OG to, in a certain sense. Yeah. I would you know some of them are a little bit more recent, like Green Cheek, but the yeah, definitely. Yeah, so yeah, number seven is Ale Ale Smith. Although I would say Ale Smith kind of is a, a one trick pony again. They did have some variants, like uh, you know, they did make some other styles, which I did like, but they were pretty much like oh stout, and one stout in particular with mm-hmm. a thousand variants. <laughs> and that, of course, is the legendary Speedway Stout. That is correct. Yeah, and, which was when which was a fairly a fairly cost-effective beer. You could afford to get yourself mm. a seven fifty of this bottle back in the day for like twelve. That is true. It was under ten dollars. Like yeah, it was under ten dollars. I remember at the time. At the time, it was under ten dollars when we used to get it. It was a big old bottle. It was like what ten or eleven percent or something like that. Yeah, so it was really good, and it was a, it was a good tasting um um uh, stout. Yeah, roasted Real chocolate stout. notes. I mean, it was it was an exceptional stout for 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 being a base level stout yeah, it was yeah. exceptional reasonably priced you get the bourbon barrel age variants of it you got the well that's what happens then they started then they say hey let's take it to the next level <laughs> and that's and then it's like mm, like mm, yeah you got vietnamese coffee you got jamaica blue coffee of mexican oh, yeah. hot chocolate you got you they, they did every variant under mankind and it was all <laughs> yeah. it was all good yeah uh, i had Probably a, a very under um, what it should be, but I had 41 uh, check-ins. I'm pretty sure like 35 of those might have been just Speedway Stout. It has to be, yeah. Uh, but they do, but they did the 394, the one uh, Tony Gwynn. That is uh, correct. Ale, Tony Gwynn. was excellent. Yeah. The other other one I liked was the, was the uh, Yule Smith uh, series, which was a, a summer and winter beer that came out. Okay. So there'd be like two different two different variants uh, of a beer, but they were those were I believe they were. They were like a what do you call it? Like a what's a seasonal? Like the Christmas, like because it was called Yule Smith, but okay. it was meant to be like for Christmas. But they would also release like the uh, summer version. Okay. Uh, what else you got on your list? Um. So at number eight, an, oddly enough, an, a place brewery that we used to go to back in the day, uh, Beechwood, ah. which, which I which I believe was like part of this doesn't exist anymore, but. One of the few breweries that we used to actually go to, and this also has member berries for me because they also had two 
what were they collaborations maybe that I recall going to? One was Cantillon, which we did the uh, the, the Swansea, the Swansea event. No, even before this, was this oh, one really? the original one we went to? Oh, or, uh, it was a no, it was a sour fest because it wasn't just it wasn't just Cantillon. It was they no. had a bunch of different sours that, that we went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's that was right. the first one. But then they also had, gosh, man, one of the few times I've ever had their beers. The 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 Hill Farmstead, Hills, oh. Hills Hillstead Farm is a Hill Hill Hillstead Farm. Hillstead Farm. Yeah, yeah so that, they I think had them. And this one, we went out to meet Tony at, for that event, if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, one of them I drove with Tony. And he locked his, I remember it was like a whole fiasco where he had locked his keys in the car. <laughs> so, like, it was like a whole fiasco on, on that. That might have been the Canteon thing. I can't remember. But yeah, um, I mean, think about it. We were going out there to drink their beers. And, and even beyond like the festivals, we'd go out there, you know, Tony would drive out there. I think they must have went there about a half a dozen times at least. So, you know, if I'm getting up to go to a brewery, that's that has to mean something. And they had what Citraholic. They had oh, the yeah, Citraholic. Exactly. Exactly. We're, so we're talking about beer. Back in the day, they had these releases and they would sell out, whether they be in, in store releases or um or uh Eventbrite or brown paper tickets or whatever. And these the the, the Beachwood beers would sell out relatively quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh Mocha Machine. Uh what's their there was their Russian Imperial stock called? The the Imperial Stout. I've actually had several because I also had the anniversary one that they that they had, but I don't think that was the uh, their uh, man. That festival was in 2014, by the way. The the uh, the Beachwood one because I remember because I cause I actually have it on tap. That double Citra. I remember having uh, that like a glass of that. I remember they actually had two different sessions. I remember missing the first the first session, but then the second session we had picked up the uh, the get the, the they had opened up another keg of it. Nice. So Thank that you. was a definitely it's on, it's on my radar. It wasn't didn't make my list. I don't think I had thirty one chickens for that one. Yeah. What, what else you got? So number nine, another OG brewery, and probably one. I know this is gonna be higher. I feel like this is gonna be higher on your list because you actually go to their beer festival. The, uh, oh yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, I know that's Firestone about. Walker. Firestone Absolutely. Walker. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that's not actually higher on your list. I mean, you're right because it's for me. It's a, it's an OG one that whenever when Tony would come down here, we would drink a lot of their of those beers. But and I do have like a reason why I kind of like I was such a, I lost interest in them because back in the day, and I, and you remember, I know you know you remember this. They were they had those full size, I think, seven fifty bottles, and mm-hmm. you get like Sukaba, like seven fifty. Mm-hmm. There was that one. Uh, what was the one sour ale that they had? The uh, with the like it had like the crows on it, and it was like a hard to get, like a two year thing that came out every two years. Oh no! Oh, man, oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm having I'm having a a, a, a mismemory. That's actually the shoots. No, uh, some. So, so any, uh, anyway, so their bottles were real large, and we were getting that on time. Sukaba and the anniversary ones, and the, the sticky know, the, monkey, sticky the, monkey, uh, all those ones, and even like the DBA, like you know, like mm-hmm. the smaller, like the like the heavier mm-hmm. versions of their of the of the beers, the bitter bitter English bitter. Um, at some point they raised up, they lowered the amount of beer you got and they raised the price. And that's for some reason that just like, it was like, uh, like, no, like can't, can't drink you anymore. We used to get the, cause they used to come in the nice boxes too. And oh, it was yeah. their yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Barreled aged stouts and barreled aged barley and wines. Also, I don't remember them being all that expensive. I mean, it, you know, maybe they hit the, like the $20 point, but you were getting a 750 ounce bottle. It wasn't like it was like a little 12 ounce, which would happen was they make a 12 ounce bottle of it. And then it was like this, it was almost the same price. So I was like, wait a minute. Like, what's going on here? I don't think it was a 750. I think it was a probably a bomber. 
Because it's been the, the slender boxes. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah you're, you're But right. it was still, you're, you're it was right. still not 12. You're right. You're right. It was a bomber. 12 ounce. It was, you're right. It was a bomber. Yeah, that definitely is on my list. I had 21 check-ins for that one. Wait, wait. How do you have that, that low for Firestone Walker? Oh, because when you go to their, their festival, that's a whole bunch of different breweries. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. What else you got over there? So number 10, another OG, another place that you've been to. I haven't been there. Um, the Lost, which don't no longer exist. Oh, yeah. The Lost Oof. Abbey. Yeah. You've never been there? I didn't drag you down to San Diego? No. When I went to San Diego, the breweries <laughs> I went to were Alpine, Alesmith, and I can't remember. It might have been Belgian Beaver? But... No. Oh, no, no. We actually got, when we went there, when Belgian Beaver had just landed, we were okay. able to pick them up at a, at a liquor store that was wow. by Alpine. So the, the Lost Abbey is definitely one of the old school breweries that we that we went to, uh, and I would say probably the a couple of big level beers uh, oh, yeah. that that have that have persisted throughout the years has been the Duck Duck Goose, obviously, and probably the Cable Car is probably Cable like Car. Two. Also the Ver, the Veritas, the Veritas uh, series. series. Those are yeah. Big. I still have I still have all of those bottles. By the way, got a bunch really? of those stuff. Yeah. Uh, I I told you, I saw Tommy at uh, Firestone Walker. I'm trying to get him to hook me up with that uh, Isabel Proximus and uh, that original uh, Duck the Goose 2009. So uh-huh. I have a complete set. So he said he would hook me up. So I'm going to really? have to reach out to him again via email. <laughs> like, did I say that? He did. Oh, he did. <laughs> and yeah, I, I <laughs> like emailed I'm him. I'm holding, I'm holding that to you. <laughs> I'm going to try to. I'm gonna Is try it recorded? To. Like, a... <laughs> Uh, but I mean, they really, and then the the track series, which was a big thing for us as well. We used to have those track. The uh, I think it, oh, yeah, it had yeah, been on my yeah. list. Uh, track ten, which wasn't the number of the beast one. I think yeah, it was that's a, what I'm gonna say. The one that stands out is the number of the beast. That's the one that stands out. <laughs> yeah, but just because of the the name of it, not oh, the, yeah, yeah. But, beer it, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Wasn't that like a, the heavy stout that had like a raisinishy type uh, taste to it? Yeah, there's one that had the the Ancho Chili. I think that was the Bad of the Hell one, uh, the track ten one, which I think was the one that we had the most of. But um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, super high level beers. We used to love drinking them uh, all the time, uh, and then the uh, Duck Duck Goose. That was just one where it again one of those on- online releases, and everybody flooded hey. to try to get it. Was it every two years or every three? Uh, years? Every three years, because it's a okay. it's a goose. It's a three year it's a three year blend. Yeah, I just remember the fiasco of trying to get it online <laughs> and servers crashing, breaking down. So uh, Lost Abbey for sure, fond memories. What else you got on your list? I think that's it. I think that was it. That was number 10 and 11 was a uh, stone. So, and then everything else is a uh, honorable mention. Like, uh, other... okay. So you want to do some of your honorable, honorable mentions? Sure. Honorable mentions, beers that, and beers that I still drink today, but you know, but I never like went there or never, you know, never got, but I still buy them. Uh, El Segundo still like those guys. Oh, Back yeah. in the day, I was drinking a lot of El Segundo, but you know, like I said, like I just had, like, I think I had some double, what's that broken skull? The, the Steve Austin one. Yeah. I had some of that yeah. recently. So, yeah, so I still drink them. The Power Plant series. Power Plant, yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, Gosh, man. Hanger, do you remember Hanger 24? That is on uh, that is on my list of breweries for yeah. California. You remember, and you remember, you remember, oddly enough, besides their big stout, which they mm-hmm. had, which was just the, P- the Pugachev. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, Pugachev. Yeah. They also had a couple of beers that I, regular beers. They had like a chocolate chocolate porter or chocolate stout that I liked. Oh, nice. so, so I, and I would pick that up at the corner over here. So they're on the list. But obviously the Pugachev is, you know, Hangar 24. That was, I think, the Barrel Roll series is what it was barrel called. Barrel Roll, that, that is correct, yeah. That was Pugachev's Cobra. 
That is um, correct. That was, I, although I do believe there might have been some infected bottles back because they were doing sours too. So there might, yeah, have been- it's, yeah, it's, it's possible. Yeah. But yeah, but that, but, but that, and back in the day, that was like the beer. Oh, you got, you got to get the, the Pugachev release because they would For have sure. the release. I know yeah. Tony, went, but you, you probably went out there. Tony went out there. I know Jose would go out there to, to do it. And at the variants, like they would do like vanilla yeah. and cherry and all sorts of other stuff. It's a big to do. Do they still exist? I don't think they do. I think they're oh. gone. I think they went under. I be, I want to say that the Pugachev series still exists, but I think Hangar 24 is gone, if I'm not mistaken. All right. What else you got for your honorable? Um, I just mentioned it's a brewery that I went to back in the day, Alpine. I just mentioned them. Oh, yeah. Right, right before they they ultimately wind up wound up selling out to I think it's Green Flash if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, is Green Flash in California? I don't. They're not on my list because I, I don't. I don't know why they got that kind of irked me because Green Flash was was a I used to drink a lot of their beers because yeah. of what they the way they got and it's like eh, and and they ruined Alpine. I feel <laughs> or, or maybe that's just like a like a like a snob snobby thing because we went there and had the beer on tap, got yeah. the bottles. They were cheap and they were like really good. It was a really good beer. But uh, definitely, yeah, definitely uh, 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 one of those old, one of those breweries that I liked back in the day. Okay, I'm going to tell you a brewery that you have on your list. I'm assuming right. you have this on your list because I know yeah. you've gone, you've taken like a four hour drive to get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I, they're, I was, they're, right, <laughs> they're right under Alpine. You, you're, you're absolutely right. They're right. Under, yeah. I, I never thought I'd see you drive, telling drive you, I think, four I, hours. I think you can see one my way. list on my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And that's, and that's hey, Kern River, I had to, right? I had to go through Bakersfield, and that's like, and nobody wants to go through Bakersfield. <laughs> so Kern River, because of the Citra, is it the Citra? Is that what the beer that beer was called? The highly, is, highly rated lot, and it was a lottery system. You had to win um, an email lottery just to go down there and get it. Yeah, <laughs> or just to get the cans. I believe I think you were allowed to get the like on tap if you showed up. Okay, you were allowed to have one cut, one a. Uh, uh, glass of it this is how this is how i guess how small they were the height and how how rare it was you could only have one one pour and obviously you've got the cans you got you won the thing you got some cans but man that was like yeah you're right like four hours just to get down there <laughs> one way shoot yeah 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 what else you got on your list uh alvarado which we still yeah. drink and it's still one of our yeah it's you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with the hazy IPA from Alvarado. Uh, they yeah. do some sour stuff and they do some stout stuff. So they they're 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 diversified. No, also one of the fr- gosh, I'm mean, it's not one of the first fruited, but one of like the more heavily fruited. So that first ones that I remember having was is the is the Biggie's uh oh. the, the blueberry. So yeah, that's, that's on my ice. list of uh, of uh, beers that we've had a bunch of the, the Biggie's oh, and yeah. the variants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, so that they're definitely there. What else uh, you got? Got Salar Maker, which obviously yep. we just had. Re- we just had the uh, the Blamo. Yep, definitely. Uh, feel work, another uh, another one that we've had a lot. Of. Although we kind of dropped off on feel work, we haven't had them in a while. But still, I, you know, I've had enough of them, and I like their beers, you know, enough that I put them on the list. And well, don't forget they don't distribute either, so you you aren't gonna oh, get okay. them unless I go up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, re- oh really? Yeah, yeah right. I guess I've never seen them in the store. Okay. Yeah, the only reason why you get them is because I go up there and get it and bring oh, it right okay. down. <laughs> Let's not talk about that big fiasco with that last one, <laughs> that barrel aged stout we had. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, which I still say was not uh, not infected. In my opinion. What do you got? What else you got? And so the last one I have on my top, like I only put twenty of them. The last one I have on my list, and I, actually I think I'm missing a couple that I'm just thinking about now. But the, one, the last one I have on my list 
is a brewery that I remember like thinking that they were, you know, pretty good back in the day. Now they no longer exist and they got bought out. Modern Times, another oh, San yeah. Diego brewery. Yeah, yeah. I remember drink, when we first drink drank. Yeah, was it the what was a those IPAs that they were like Fortin Fortin Islands and yes. the uh, Blazing World? And yes, they, yeah, yeah, th- those were great. And then they wound up just becoming like a mainstream beer, like and you could get them at Ralph's and whatnot. And ultimately, they just I guess they folded. Tony will tell me different because Tony will tell me that their stouts are some of the best that they've ever made. I I don't think I don't think I never had enough of those high level club stouts, so I never got a chance to try those. So, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that this would be high on Tony's list as being one of the best. Like the uh, like the um, Monster Park, Monster Park. About, right? That's, those are the ones that we had, but they had those modem tone, like modem yes. tones. Yeah, I did those when I went places. when I went to um, uh, Mosterland the first time. They had, they're pour, pouring some of those uh, that modem tones. It was good. Yeah, it, it was a game. Yeah, 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 yeah. My my biggest issue, I think, with modern times was the price point was definitely oh, yeah. higher than most. Um, so I wasn't a big fan of like, hey, am I going to pay 13 bucks for a 12 ounce can of Monster Park at the time? Right, right. Uh, so I know that I know there was a lot of hype around them and they do, definitely do deserve a place in, in you know, high level oh, yeah. in California. It just wasn't my thing at the time. What, what else you got? No, that's pretty much it. Cause like I only had 20 on my list. I, I kind of kept it like, you know, down, but the, okay. yeah, and those were honorable mention. Uh, let me go through some of the other stuff that we could just oh, have. I also have Noble, which I mentioned earlier. Because yeah. obviously we went down, you know, they had the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, gosh, the, the, the coffee one. The, you know, what was it? I just, I said it earlier what the name of it was. What, what's the name of that golden coffee one they had? The um, Naughty Sauce. The Naughty, Naughty sauce. sauce. Yeah, the Naughty Sauce was huge back in the day and everybody liked it. It was like an easy, easy drinkable, non, and it didn't look like a coffee uh, IPA because it was so bright. It was like a bright colored uh let's see i'm gonna start off with this beer this is probably the only there's only i only have one beer from this brewery but it left oh. such an impression on me what? And, and you're gonna remember it when i tell you it, this okay. is probably still in my top 10 beers of all time mm. even though they were only in existence for about two years and that's hopper oh, no. <laughs> the hopper oh yeah <laughs> and that that's that dibia seri which is that, oh, that yeah. cherry chipotle sour yeah, which left such an impression with me. That's funny. <laughs> that I still will not forget that beer. I'm gonna bring that. Yeah. I'm gonna make that beer at, at my house. Operazzi uh, might be. Uh, gosh, it might be no more for like the. Fa- I assume the failure of like owning like this great place in a relatively decent location, right? Now, I'm literally less than a block. <laughs> it looks like a what, but maybe like a hundred feet away from uh, yeah. Bottle Logic. A stone's for, toss. <laughs> a stone's toss. Parking lot. But for whatever mm. reasons, they just could never get the uh, the hype going in their beers, well, which, is, which is sad because which which is really weird because before they had the storefront, they had the hype. People were every time they went yeah. to a festival, there was yeah. like Hopperazzi's going to be there, Hopperazzi's yeah. going to be there, especially on Bear Advocate. They were everybody was hyping them up like, oh yeah, when it, you know when are they going to start bottling and getting like a, you know doing the cans. And you know, and maybe that maybe that was the problem. Maybe because they decided to go with the brewery like first. Instead of like think maybe they should probably co-opt it out or what's it called like a traveling brewery. Oh, yeah. Thing. Maybe should they, maybe they should have put their stuff in cans and bottles first, and then thought about buying like. And I assume that property must have been expensive too. So because it, it was like a relatively large place. I remember because I remember when we went in there, it's large in the front, and then you went to the because I mean you had the bathrooms in the back, and yeah. it was like a huge complex. It was like, and there was nobody in there. And it was like it was like two yeah. people working, I assume the owners. <laughs> yeah. And nobody in there man everybody was it, at bottom logic 
it was a weird thing because the beers were good and they were yeah. good beers, not just, yeah. the, not just that cherry chipotle sour. Um, but it, I think it was, they didn't have the PR and marketing. Oh, yeah. I think, Absolutely. Yeah. No media the, presence, zero yeah. media. Because the, the product was good. I mean, no doubt about it. That was one of the, that's one of the, you know, you realize how much social media plays oh, yeah. on the success of your brewery. Their beers yeah. were solid. And again, this Dibia Seri, Seri beer, I haven't had it in about six years. I still remember it. And I Do you have that checked in your own tap? Is that unchecked? Is uh, yeah. That actually... Oh, see I, don't, see, I don't have that. So that's why I don't remember the name of it. Uh, let's see what else I have on my list. Oh, oh, you forgot. We forgot one, which is probably a bigger favor, favorite of mine than yours. Drake's. Oh yeah, uh, Drake's Drake's, yeah, I, the, yeah, I, yeah, I knew you would pick them up. Yeah, yeah, I knew that would be your, uh, yeah. Known for the Romacoma, which was high level, the Denogonizer yeah. was high level, uh, and the Apocalypse, which were my three go tos. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I knew you would include them. <laughs> uh, let's see, you talked about Elsmith. Oh, so I'm going to talk about uh, one brewery that had a, a very high level sour for me that I thought rivaled Supplication, but was like two or three bucks cheaper. And that's mm. Almanac's Dog Patch Sour. Oh yeah, was Almanac from? Is that a California? Yeah, they're San, yeah they're San Francisco. Oh, see, yeah, I was thinking that they were more north, like Oregon. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. But that Dog that. Patch Sour was a go-to sour beer of mine yeah. for a while. Those were three fifty like, bottles. I remember. I'm not mistaken. Back in the day, I don't know if you remember that because now they had come in cans. Yeah, back in the day, it was in like a bottle. Didn't we revisit? We revisit that on the show, and it we were disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that's why I go like, wait a minute, like what's what are these cans here? Uh, let's see, Alvarado. We talked about. Uh, here's another one we have to talk about because uh, it it does have its place in its history. Although I'm not sure if we were huge fans of it, and that's Ballast Point. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that is true. Sculpin was one of those ones. Everyone Sculpin mm-hmm. first dropped. Tony and I because we were going to the local store over here in Whittier. They, it, it was like hard to get back in that when it, when it first came out, they had the grapefruit version. It was hard to get that. And it, it's so weird how nowadays it's just like, it's just a regular standard. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but then again, when you sell your company for $1 billion, I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, but back in the day, that was a go-to beer. It was hard. It was hard to get and you wanted it. It was good. And, and, and to this day, it's still a solid IP. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then that victory at sea, I oh, believe yeah, was yeah. a porter. Yeah. Was it a big that is correct? Vanilla porter, if I'm not mistaken. Or yeah, they, 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 I believe it's a vanilla porter, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think they had variants of it though. Because I remember, oh, I remember the they had that like oh, okay. uh, Girl Scout cookie one. They they did oh. variants of that, uh, of mm. the, like Samoa, uh, uh, Victory at Sea. Nice. They, did, they did variants of that. Uh, Bear Republic, we used to do the Racer oh, X and man, the Racer that's 5. That's right. Yeah, Racer X was great. Love Bear, yeah. love Bear Pro. That, yeah, they're another OG one. Yeah, yeah, and they don't forget they got bought by Drake, so that was uh, that was good because oh, that's at right. least it got yeah. absorbed by another California brewery. Uh, Fieldwork, Farson Walker, Hangar Twenty Four. Oh, here's one that's not that you're not didn't mention that we're starting to drink now. Uh, Highland Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a little too new because we're because we're just even though they're like they've been around for quite a while, and, and uh, you know I, I I feel like I've I've mentioned them. Prior to you joining the club and we started drinking them, I, I I was already selling them to another friend who lives like who at the time lived almost across the street from the place in downtown oh, nice. LA. So I was like, hey, you guys got a there's a brewery over there in Chinatown. Yeah, you should go check them out. And that's that guy that I was mentioning that his name his name is Tim. So yeah. they even have they even have a pilsner named after you. So you're gonna want to go get this. So of course he got into it and he, and he's a musician. So it was like Timbo, like oh yeah, it's my beer now. Uh, and that Timbo pills is excellent. 
No it doubt. is an excellent. I, I wish they, they don't have, I, w- I would love if they had it here at Whittier because I'd get it, like if they had the four packs. But unfortunately, I don't think they carry that. They don't distribute. They don't distribute. Oh, they don't? No. Really? I thought I, saw, no. I thought I saw somebody mention. I thought no. the Republican has them. No, but they probably deliver it to your house. They have a delivery. It probably oh. it goes to my house, so it might go okay. to your house. Oh. You can get a whole case of uh, Timbo pills. <laughs> Timbo pills. Uh, let's do the pour. What do you got? It's like I want to go back to a can. Let's go back to a Whatever can. Whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want. My mouth is like dry from the uh, from the, <laughs> the sour, like the puckering. Uh... <laughs> All right, uh-huh. let's go down. This, is, this this should be in our list. Our, our this is probably one of like the newest ones oh. that, that'll be in our list. Your uh, I, I would say your friend uh, from uh, I can't. I, I want to say my friend, but I don't. I don't know the uh, the owner. Yeah, the, uh, and that's a replicant. That is correct. And this is the this is the even more this is the experimental spawning pool we're doing. That is here. correct. So this was a limited. I think this was might have been a one per. Uh, and I don't I think, even. The last time I just okay. Sorry to interrupt you, but when I went to look this up on the uh, on Untappd, I don't even think it's like I don't even think it's like logged in. Like I don't, I think yeah. totally forgot to put it in there. Like <laughs> this is very limited, and he hooked us up with some cans for the show. So I definitely, as always, appreciate Replicant for uh, giving us beer to review on the show. Uh, this is experimental spawning pool. It's a sour, sour ale, heavily fruited with two-fold mango. I mean, I guess a double the double the dosage of mango and strawberry. Mm. Uh, this is eight percent alcohol by volume. Uh, did you do a little roll on this? Or yeah, I did. Taut. I did. It is taut. I, oh, I'm scared. I I did, but it doesn't look like it's overly overly he- like heavily fruited, oh. like I was I was expecting. But that it might be at the oh. bottom too. So. Oh, I'm scared. That was taut. Okay, let's see what Shibley's got for us today. All right, cheers. Rosette. Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely more fruit. Definitely more strawberry. Oh, yeah. Starburst. I'm getting Starburst. It's, it's, uh, and it's crisp. Yeah. I like that. It's clean. I'm getting Starburst in there. Is there going to be stuff at the bottom? Should I have mixed that up a little bit? Yeah, that's, I, I, I want to say that there might be more at the bottom, more fruit. But I, I don't know. Wow, that's good. Uh, let's go back to uh, oh, so Highland Park we talked about. I thought weren't we going to pop a luxury bottle today? I must have skipped on that or what? Wait, because I picked up the club you... bottles. I, I guess no, I didn't. That was not in the picture, as far as I know. <laughs> oh, okay, that was not in the picture. But that's Highland Park, and you did include a Highland Park beer. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We have one. It's a stout. We got. Yeah, it. yeah. I got you. Um, Humble Sea, which is relatively new. We've had a couple of their beers. Humble Seas here from here? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're up north. Okay. Uh, Horace, which we've talked about a little yeah, bit. Yeah, see, Horace, that's a, that's, yeah, that's just because I, that's kind of like a satellite type brewery, though. That's why I didn't include, as much as I like the beers, those, the, what I call the meat stout, that's, that's, you know, it's like, it's kind of a rare thing. Um, Here's one that you probably don't remember. Oh. I do. And once I mention a brewery, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we used to drink that stuff all the time. Iron oh. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the gunslinger one. What was the the, uh, the, the boot hill killer? Yeah, the boot hill killer. I like yeah. that. I actually like that. It was super good. Super yeah, it was, good. It was really good. God, I assume that that was real expensive too. I never bought. Yeah, I, I, I never bought that. Yeah, yeah. You're a uh, somebody. Somebody you know bought that. So I was like, yeah. Well, we used yeah. to get. We used to get it. I used to get it for us. We, yeah, we, we, we get through, through. Yeah. Like, what was the price on a bottle of that? Because that was like a barrel. 20, 25 bucks. Probably God, twenty to twenty five bucks. Like, but it was a bomber. It was a bomber. Yeah, but still, that's a they're lot. Bombers. I mean, back in the day, like, and I believe they're like in Temecula, so they're kind, they're local. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not too far from us. Yeah, that was a good beer. I like that. That it kind of reminds me that the Buddha Killer reminds me of the much cheaper. Uh, gosh, what's a uh, the Dragon? Um, 
uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? That one beer I like, Dragon something, Dragon Milk, Dragon's oh, Milk. Dragon, from, yeah. Who is that? Dragon's, Dragon's Milk. Uh, New, New, New Holland. New Holland. Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to look up Iron Farkas. We've had we've had more of those beers than just. I think I uh, had them all. I think I had all just of them. that boot hill boot hill killer. Yeah. We've had more than that. Uh, let's see. I'm on my untapped. It's loading quicker than yours, apparently. No, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm in there, but I don't. I don't even think I have anything uh, untapped. Like I said, there was that period where I wasn't untapping stuff. Yeah, but we've had we've had them a bunch of times. Uh, here we go. Fifty one fifty IPA. We've had huh. uh, the Devil Within. We've had. Uh, let's see. Last rights we had. That last oh, rights yeah. we had a bunch of. Um, let's see. Boot Hill Killer was probably the yeah. The Boot Hill other. Killer was the one that stands out. Uh, let's see, Kern River. Talk about oh, here's the other one that was one of my really, really original. Uh, Knee Deep, which I had on the oh, show yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, and and occasion we'll we'll have we'll have a can. We just had something from them recently. Probably the Haptologist How, is most my go to. Okay, um, yeah. The Breaking Bud we've had, uh, that Tanella we've had, we've had quite a few of those over the time. Over Man, the I don't days. even have boot. I don't even have Boot Heel Killer on my uh, my untapped. Here's one that I'm surprised didn't make your list for because they sold uh, a bunch of years ago. Lagunitas. We used to drink that a bunch. Oh yeah, that is true. That is true. In fact, I remember the last time. Pro- I don't think that sold all the time. I remember having them. I was with with the with the Tony stepdaughter at a golf club. And uh, I remember having that. All they had was like, "Oh, you got we got Budweiser, we got some Lagunitas," and I was like, oh, "Just give me the Lagunitas." And it must have been like like a year old. <laughs> oh no! I, I remember having that at the club for like twenty dollars a bottle. And these, I mean, they had the, again that uh, Willetized those, uh, oh, those oh, bourbon uh, barrels. That's one that, that beers are that's super one cheap. That if I if I see it, I will get the end. Yeah, two, two. There's two that I will get annually if I see yeah. them: the Willetized uh, Coffee Stout and the uh, Waldos. Those are the ones that I will get. You know, the Waldos was, I believe, a triple. Yes, 10, over ten percent, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Relatively cheap, and it's like you know, it's high ABV, and it it was. Tony says that I think Tony was saying that I think he he said it dropped off in flavor. I I can't really tell. But to me, it's like uh, maybe it's been so long that I can't tell, but I'll still pick it up though. The other one was besides that Willetized was that Westified. So they had, I guess that's the barrels, right? So the Willetized uh, is Willet oh, okay, barrels, okay. and the Westified is the High West barrels. Oh shoot, you're right. Yeah, yeah, super, super good. Reason, very, very reasonable price yeah. point, and uh, and like thirteen percent alcohol or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it's good, good bang for the buck, you know. Uh, let's see. We talked about modern times. Uh, Moxa, we've been kind of fans of over the past couple yeah. of years. That's right. They're from here too. That's right. See, that's like, yeah. that's one though that I like, I've never bought or I've never, so it's kind of like hard to put them in there. I know I've had them, but it's like, yeah, I don't know if they distribute, right? Cause I, I had, I go by, get to get the beer. I've been there recently. Oh. We've had the beers on the show over the past, uh, yeah, I'm not over sure. the past year and they do the collapse. So we can try to get rid we try to get a hold of that stuff. Uh, here's one by uh, Knee Deep that we have, but you probably, I don't know if you remember, uh, Moonraker. Oh, yeah, Moonraker, yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, Moonraker we, back in the We've day. had their IPAs. Yeah, I think the last time I, I actually purchased, I remember purchasing Moonraker cans at uh, the brewery, that one store. I think Mike's, I think it's called Mike's. I oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and they, so they still, they still uh, distro. I mean, I know they have them at Uncle Henry's all the time, so. But yeah, you'll see them every once in a while. I just don't see, like, I, like. If they sold it at like Whittier and I saw them posted, like I, I, you know, I'd pick up a four pack of some of something they had. Uh, here's one of the other original ones that we talk about every now and then, Moylens. 
which is oh, the Bay Area Brewery. California? Yeah. See, let's see, my problem is I don't remember what <laughs> your geography. Yeah, yeah. You listen. Moylan, Moylan's is like, yeah, that's not, that, and I think of like it's going to be Scottish. Like, I don't think of Scots <laughs> like in California. Uh, and of course, the, the hopsicle was probably the biggest uh, one they had that we were that drinking back in the day. And okay. that and the kilt, that and the kilt yeah, lifter. the kilt lifter was like a scad, one of the rare Scottish ales that we were drinking. Yeah, but that, that hopsicle, we heavies that we were drinking. That hopsicle was a highly rated uh, West mm. Coast IPA that I used to get my hands on. Whenever, okay. whenever uh, Plaza got it, I was like, okay, I got to get it. I got to go in there and grab it because it would, it would go super quick. Uh, no, but we talked about pizza port, the swami. We, was yeah, see, I, see, see, my problem with that is I include like pizza port, the uh, port, lost and, abbey, uh, and port, and lost abbey. I, to together. me, it's all like one, one, one conglomerate to me, yeah. But don't, don't forget, so pizza port is separate than lots so of lost abbey, and so they were all together, and then the pizza port kind of just split off on its own thing, right? Yeah, uh, Sarah, San Adarius, oh, yeah. Rustic Ales. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I haven't had enough, Sarah, to like, you know, I would love to have their, apparently their Saison is supposed to be like, the, one of, what's it, like Bernadette or Bernadette? It's supposed to be like one of the best, like, uh, I want to say American, California, uh, like Saisons. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think I've ever had it, so I can't really well, comment. You have had it because we've had it at my house because I went to go get bottles. Are you sure? It. We've, uh, we had something. But no, you're think you're thinking of the Westley is their big, their big the flagship, hard to get uh, uh, sour, I believe. no. Not the a Saison. We've had a It was a it's a Saison that's really oh, yeah. popular that they have. I think it's the Wesley one. I think it's always the one that been the hard to get rare mm. one. I think we've had okay. the Bernice in my house. Oh, I mean, maybe I'm just mixing up the names, but yeah, they, I know they have a Saison that's supposed to be really like high level, and it's like, oh, if you're gonna have a Saison, American Saison, you got to have this one. Uh, Smog City. Yeah, I just had some Smog City actually. Yeah, one of our the the, the you know the brother in law he he actually picked up the uh, Pilsner. Nice. So I was like, so I had some of that, yeah. which is actually really good. A little bow pills, I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Super it, solid. Yeah, so let me try a can of it. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, all right. So another one we just talked about them closing not too long ago. Uh, Taps. So oh Taps yeah. Is, See, yeah, was, I, yeah. I saw them. I was like, I saw them on the list. On the list, but we haven't had. We haven't had too much. But other than the, do we ever have? We never had the Pappy version of their. Well, uh, so it was. Out. So that style, I believe, was called Remy. And oh yeah, yeah, Remy. That's right. And they had yes. the happy barrel version yes. of that. Yes, yes, yes. And that was basically well, white whale back at the back in the that day. That is correct. Right? Yes. Uh, rare barrel, which we think we've talked about already. I, I mentioned. I mentioned that there. I I assumed that they'd be on your list because you went there several times. You've. I mean, obviously, part of you've been there more than several times now. Yeah. So you know, you've been there quite a bit. I figured they'd be in your like higher higher on your list. Uh, yeah, obviously it's in Berkeley, so you know I would, I go to Berkeley all the time, and so I'm very fond of the Rare Barrel and uh, and Field Work, which is right down the street from and now uh, Great Notion is now there. So uh, I'm hoping Cellar Maker kind of keeps that branding. I think I I think I have one Rare Barrel bottle left. I should have popped wow. it for today. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I was like, when they had the old club beers too at one time. Well, because that's because the X was part of that club, right. so we used to get yeah, all yeah. those uh, we used to get all those bottles back in the day. Uh oh, so here's one that you, I don't know if you're gonna remember, but um, uh, Jose used to bring bottles of this all the time. Is it what and I the, think it and, is? And the variant, oh, no, that, oh. that's not on my list because I know it's a big brewery, but we don't have yeah. really haven't had enough of that. I know the hype's yeah. there for them, but we really haven't had enough of them. That's uh, oddly enough, I actually have quite a few uh, homage check-ins. I think oh. this is because when we when we're going down Tony's house and we're Jose, they were yeah. all bringing bottles over. Like the pink bots, I think is the big one for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
uh, Tioga Sequoia. Yeah, remember I'm uh, um oh, uh, yeah, yeah a relative. Them. A relative went up and brought back a whole bunch of bottles and cans. So so they were at the brewery. Really? Yeah, they brought back a whole bunch of stuff. One of our relatives? Yeah, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, they they, they went up there. <laughs> I did not know who you're talking about. <laughs> a relative? What the heck? All I yeah, know they is that Jose, they went there on vacation and brought back there. a bunch of stuff. And they're like, hey, like I'm at Tio, I'm at this place called Tioga Sequoia. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want anything? Like yeah, like bring me bring me a four pack of that, like a like a bottle of that. So the big their big uh their big beer was the Midnight series. Yeah, that's their that barrel the, aged stout. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it a bunch of different variants. I just remember it was like Lightning. There's one called Lightning. If I'm not mistaken, it, it was like a Midnight Lightning was part of the Midnight yeah. series. Yeah. Uh, Jose used to bring those over for the bottle shares all the time. Really? So yeah, it's probably okay, the first so time I've had that. Okay, yeah. See, I had I okay, maybe that's I'm not sure if that's the first time I had it, but definitely I got them like I got a bunch of it after then. Okay. Uh and then I threw one in there because I do enjoy their beers. Wild Barrel, their Vice series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild Barrel. They're yeah. kind of like one of the more they were like the thinly fruited, like yes. uh, more sweeter on the sweeter side. Of yeah, they have that side. whole vice series with the different uh, fruit adjuncts. That is correct. Yeah. Refreshing. I, I enjoy those. No Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it for kind of the, the list of California uh, craft brewers that uh, oh, yeah. that we discussed uh, because they had some type of contribution. Uh, there's so many more out there that we have to go. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, there, I mean, there's a bunch out. of, gosh, I was just thinking about the one that we used to go to when we used to do bottle shares. And I, I don't know why the name is slipping my mind, but I remember when Tony, when Tony had just hooked up with Jose and Mauricio, we used to always go down to their brewery. And I forgot what it's called. But they had a couple of bottle shares that we went down there too, and I can't remember like Claremont, like Claremont Craft Claremont, Ales. Claremont, yeah, Claremont Craft Ales. That, that's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and it was it was neat because they would allow they would let us do the bottle shares there, even though they had their own like you know beer thing. But we give them the beer we were drinking, so like the brewer would be drinking the stuff they the bottles we were nice. pulling in. Uh, and that concludes our uh, our trip through memory lane for uh, Man, California. That was a lot beer. of memory. Hundred an hour and thirty minutes of memory. <laughs> Member berries. Uh, what do you want to do next? Uh, Sinead, uh, justify. Let's do justify because that's gonna be quick. And that's right. gonna be super quick. This is show. I'm done with this show now. What did uh, I say it was called? What was my? What was the joke that I said? Justified prime awful. I think I said. <laughs> oh, this one went. This one went, and uh, this one went and done did it. I'm out. I'm I out. will say it's this done. though. I I, I kind of I'm I'm accepting that the show is either AI written or it's it's a comedy and therefore I it's like I think I'm I think I'm enjoying it more because AI it's, you written know, you know. that's funny um we would just do another pour first okay. what do you got go back with another uh, jar maybe okay uh, we do have I believe a Lost Abbey and a brewery going back to the old school I got I got the Churchill. I hear this Oof. is a much deci- div- divisive beer. <laughs> Did you read that too about this beer? Uh, no, but I know, uh, I know it's, uh, I know it's going to be problems. Yeah, divisive. I, I, <laughs> it's going to be problems, problematic. This is going to be Churchill's finest hour, an imperial stout ale aged in oak barrels um, by Port Brewing Company. Oh, uh, oh, Port this Bur- is okay. This is fourteen percent alcohol by volume. Hmm. Already, it's got like an earthy smell to it. Uh-oh. Is it soy sauce? It might be old too. It might be. It's like it might no. be like a little no, soy, carbonation. soil no. and soy. There's carbonation to it. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> like I need to break past about. the uh, the mental like uh, 
I do see some like residue, like chunks on the side of the glass. Uh-oh. Maybe, maybe that's that's just yeast. Perhaps you hope. A little sediment never hurt anyone. That's true. Yeah. Oh no! I said no, 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 no. This is gonna be good. I just smell barrel. I smell like a heavy bourbon or whiskey barrel. Hmm. I'm what are you smelling? That, okay. Yeah, I'm like I said, I have like an earthy smell. I get chewy. I get uh, uh, stone. I get dark fruits. Um, wow, you're getting a lot of. I must maybe smell a damn glass. Swirl your glass. <laughs> it's like a. I have like a large. Oh, actually, you're getting a pretty good. Uh, pretty good, like uh, lace. Not lacing, but the, like the caramel. To me, it looks thin. I don't know. It it definitely does look a little thin, but it's a darkly hued. I'm okay. thirty SRM probably, and uh, yeah, it's like at the point, it's black. Okay, uh, and I'm getting it's it's gonna be good. I'm getting the barrel. Let's okay, go. you're sucking yourself up. Got it. Cross it. No, that's exactly what I just said. Heavy yeah, barrel. It's actually, yeah, it's actually not bad. It's kind of got <laughs> kind of smokiness to. I, I was expecting a a, a, a chocolatey like a and smoking. Yeah, like a dream pour? Were you thinking dream pour at this? No, age? but I but no, but I saw I've I've seen the reviews and the very divisive. Like oh, mm. like 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 oh that this this whale I paid like a, a like a you know ext- extraordinary yeah. amount of money and it was awful. It's hot, surprisingly. It almost sounds like a chili. Doesn't it have like a chilliness to it? Like am I picking uh, up like um I want to say it's an the, ancho? No, it's, it's like the burn from the barrel. Balls. It's a, it's a burn from the barrel. It's hot. Oh yeah, but that's like the also the malts and like the barrel. Yeah. That's kind of odd because this has got to be at least five years old. I picked this up a long time ago. Yeah. When they were doing like one of their Christmas sales. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like a box set, right? Yeah. This has got to be at least five years old and uh, it's, oh. it's hot. It's surprisingly hot for What's the uh, from the barrel. I missed it. I missed the uh, 14, 14%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Because yeah, now you're right. Because now I'm starting to feel it in my chest. Yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like yeah, yeah. The, I think what it is is because it was how rare it was and how expensive it was when it initially came out. I think the results were like oh, like now you know. I don't think it was that bad. I think I I want to say it was part of like a maybe it was hotter when it originally dropped. Maybe I think it was part of one of like a three box set with like a duck duck goose and uh, something was another else. stout in there. I think it was another stout. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not bad. Uh, I, I'm in. Uh, justified prime evil. All right. My, my first note says, uh, tell Greg, he was right. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent you the, uh, oh, everything oh, is going boy. according to plans. <laughs> this is the one, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of weird because you mentioned this whole thing about AI writing the, yeah, the, yeah. the script, man, it kind of makes sense though. It kind of makes <laughs> is sense. It AI or just the writers that bad. If the writers are that bad, can I get in? Like, can, like, can I get in now? I told you we could write for Hollywood. Like Ooh. easily we could oh. write for Hollywood. Are you oh kidding me? Oh my gosh. I mean, this brings, this brings, I got some, another, another note that I saw. Apparently the new Lando series, the original director like dropped out. And now the actor playing Lando and his brother are writing the series. Man, oh, I like, be like I us. Like the, I like the Lando guy. That's, yeah, uh, what's his name? That's the, the, Childish the, Gambino. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Him yeah. and his brother are doing the series now. They're writing the series. I like him. That's Donald like, Glover. He's the was Donald a community Glover. and he has a, a, that Atlanta show. And uh, he's, so he's a writer. Gambino. So he is a writer. Yeah, the dude's super talented. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, he's I'm got his brother now. So I'm like, it's so like, I'm thinking, hey, can we get Star Wars? Can can we do our Star Can we? I went to a Star Wars show. Like, do we, we get, get to totally meet? write a Star? It's to be piece of cake. Come on, but it's gonna be. Should... But I'm going old school. Like they, they, they won't. Like, like my script will never. Like it, it would never go through. It's too old school. 
you know, we, we if anything we should do, we should probably do like an alien movie because they've done so many poor ones. I think we could actually do justice to that series or a predator, like or a predator film. Oh yeah. After, after the last two, I could definitely do something better than that. Uh, let's see what's going on in this show. Uh, so Carrie, so Carolyn obviously has aspirations to be a judge. We find out. Oh yeah. 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 We see that a little bit later on where she's yeah. sitting on the, uh, the bench with the gavel. Is that, is that like the ultimate, uh, when you're, when you're a lawyer right? the legal system, that's the yeah. ultimate uh, thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, she's talking to Jamal about this lean from the IRS and then Clement shows up who just got beat up by, I, uh, by Ray Lynn in the last episode. When this scene popped up, I actually thought it was going back a few years and she was having this conversation, uh, but you find out that it's actually more recent. And now, yeah. it's not, now she's got the letter of the lean, which, you know, gosh, you know, not being a homeowner, it's like, I didn't know what a lean was. I had to look up what a lean is and uh, how, how they can repossess like the property and stuff like that. Oh Yeah. Uh, and in the, again, the, the I don't I mean, you know, I'm not trying to demean or be or be mean, but the daughter's acting in this is really oh, gosh, tough, yeah. tough to watch, man. Yeah, yeah. she I, has this yeah. voice of an eight year old, and yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be like well, fourteen. I, don't I get said it. that. I told you that. It, she's she looks like she's older because she's tall. You know, I'm assuming she's got the genes of uh, of of uh, Oliphant and the mom, <laughs> but but she sounds like she's like you're right. She's like probably ten years old. And she's playing 14 or 15, but she's like, she's like a little kid or something. It's like something yeah. weird going on here. I'm lost on, I'm lost on the character. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, it's like, Hey, you know that the, I assume the role originally had, like you have to have a daughter in the show and because he produces it. Hey, why not? Why not put my, my own daughter in there? You know, I'm super confused as to when, when he beat up Clement and we see her crying Oh yeah! See, remember I was telling—I was—I was joking about this. What if she's crying because she likes him? <laughs> like, and then, like a, and the next morning, she's being like a bitch again. Yeah, I'm like, well, like I don't yeah, understand like, what happened. Minute. Like you were right. Like thank you. For, like thanks for coming out. But then she's like blaming him for everything. Like if yeah. you weren't here, I wouldn't be in this situation. It, yeah, I'm lost I, with I the character. I will say the final scene though. Of this, I'm like. She's gone. Like Will is gone. Like thank <laughs> finally. Like, like, yes, like I said, like like slow clap. Like, <laughs> Let's see. Then Sandy gets arrested. Um, Clement gets everybody, arrested. Like everybody gets arrested, like in one grand, like or yeah, like, sweet. Like, down, 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 down. <laughs> you know they're showing like a scene where everything's off. Good, it's like it's that, that same scene. <laughs> oh boy, the bar. Marcus in the bar. The bar gets tossed. Yeah. Uh, and then there, there's that weird. So, so Willa. Then we go back to Willa and uh, Rayleigh in the diner, and you know she's telling me to communicate about your emotions, and you're saying oh, you're yeah. angry, and then she's like, "Don't backstab me," and he's like, "Well, what's oh, yeah. going to happen?" And then, then I like totally out of character. She's like, "Um, I that's why I had to break that bitch's nose." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, oh god, man. it's like, yeah, it's like, it's not, I think this is, like, I think it's AI writing. I wouldn't oh, believe this boy. is like the AI is like writing. What 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 would a precocious like fourteen year old <laughs> say? Like, you know, she's got a violent dad and, you know, it's like, I'm just, it's like, this is the AI taking all the, the algorithms and putting it together. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think it's supposed to demonstrate that she has the dad's anger gene. Yeah. Yeah. Anger issues. Yeah. And bear uh, in mind, I don't know the mom. So, cause I haven't seen the previous, so I don't know what's going on with that whole situation. Cause we do find out that she does come back. Your mom's back. Like, and I'm like, I'm okay. No idea what that means, but okay. Uh, let's see. They did the interrogation. Raylan's staying at the one female cop's house with the husband. Now, wait a minute. So I was a little confused here. Is the husband the brother? His brother? I'm so confused because no, he she, calls him he, brother. No, she, he's the, the Raylan and the daughter are staying at the cop 
right. The, the redheaded, house. the redheaded. Uh, yes, cop. and that's yeah. her husband, I think. Yeah, but I thought that's his because he calls him like brother, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that? Or is he being like what's no, that word? Uh, like camaraderie, like, hey, like, like, like hey, hey brother. Bro, like yeah, I yeah, swear, yeah. I thought it was his brother. Like oh no. wait, now like wait a minute, why is a brother married to his coworker? Like. <laughs> Uh, Clement and Sandy, they're 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 trying to put the figure out what what they're going to do with the mark. Um, oh yeah, gosh, this this is it's the whole thing with the mark is so weird and it's, and like it's you dumb. know the feds are it's on so you dumb. at all times. It's so you know, dumb. It's, it's like it's just so you know you're being constantly tailed, but it don't matter. Who cares? What about the one scene where they're talking about the mark in the kitchen and she's trying to make that bagel? <laughs> such a stupid scene, such as because she wants to put it in the toaster. Oh, oven, yeah, like what was it supposed like to be in the microwave? <laughs> yeah, it's like a dominance thing. I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't understand that. Like, and you think yeah, he's gonna it's... whack her around and he doesn't whack her around, but yeah, it's, it's like a such weird a stupid, scene. It's a stupid scene. It's a stupid scene. It's almost scene. like a scene that makes me think that if it's a real writer, maybe they experienced it with the boyfriend, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. So they have to put they have to interject it into the scene. It's, it's so weird. Everyone knows you don't put the bagel in the microwave. Is that maybe like a his prison mentality, perhaps? Because they didn't have oh. ovens in the joint, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. You cannot put a micro a big oh, in the I, microwave. It's let me be let me tell you. Guess who does that? <laughs> oh, you? <laughs> you can't do, do that. That's wrong I with do, you. I do. I just, I just wanted to be a little, I wanted to get a little softer. Okay. Okay. Oh, you gotta have it a little crunchy. I am Clemens. Like I like I'm Clemens. Inside. What's wrong I'm with Clemens. you? I'm Clemens. In the jo- from your time in the joint, you learned that. <laughs> I'm Clemens. Oh, and then so we see this uh, Albanian skinder. Yeah, got this thing. random like kind of a nerdy yeah. looking dude, but he's an Albanian. Apparently, all Albanians are hardcore. Yeah, like mobster types. Yeah, for sure. I think we're gonna find out in the next episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, this guy is like connected to some kind of Albanian mafia thing, and they talk about. I mean, obviously, I'm assume that the Clemens character assumes that too. And he's in love with Sandy for some reason. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. What, yeah what's do... up? Why is Sandy so? She's so ordinary. I mean, you know, I'm not not, not taking anything from the actress, but she's is she, uh, dude? You're supposed to, if you're like this mobster guy, you can have anybody you want. Yeah. This is like a throwback to like the old gangster days where you just kind of like hooked up with whoever was in that area that you're at. Is that? I don't get this. I don't understand. I know it's kind of weird though because he's in love with Sandy and the guy's yeah. got a crap load of money and then she's oh, yeah. gonna like be with Clement. It was like a loser from prison. Come on, I mean, I I'd be think, like, I, who? I think she has like a hold on. It's like the whole thing is he has a hold on her. It's like you know, and he's she's constantly. I assume that eventually she's gonna be like she's gonna backstab him too. I assume at some point. Well, because she has a gun too. That oh, she tried to hide that gun that Marcus now has. The uh, the, the yeah, weapon, that's another weird thing that they charge. don't show. They just randomly show after or like Mark where uh, I come, sweetie, where sweetie yeah. pulls it out. Like yeah. Uh, so he's in, so Skinner's in love with Sandy or they didn't do a dinner with the brother, which the brother who's Clement, um, yeah. and then they, they go to dinner and then Clement tells a story about the, the tornado. Yeah. It's a, it's and, a show, weird... and, then, and then they waste like $10,000, like probably I say 10,000. I think I'm being low, low balling it. CGI, sure. like, like tornado sure. thing. But it's funny because it did bring up like, wait a minute, we were just, this is like the movie we just saw with the, with the uh, <laughs> oh, take like shelter. shelter, like take shelter. This is clearly. I'm now. I'm with you. This is clearly AI written because I mean, if I can, okay. I'm sorry, it makes no sense whatsoever why they would interject the story and show you the yeah, flashback. and then show the scene. It's like, wait a minute, you can just tell the story because I, 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 you know, I get that he's trying to like use psychology to, to get yeah. him to like, like, hey, like, you know, you know. Although ultimately, he doesn't care because he, he wants to get what he wants. My whole thing is, why is this the Albanian guy falling for all this, all this like nonsense of this yeah. guy? Like, it's so, it's so silly. It's so obvious. It's so obvious that the guys did these. Clo- it's so obvious. Obvious to, it should be obvious to Skender that he's a mark in this and something's going to go down. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, who is this guy? Is this guy really your brother? Or that one obvious scene where they where they're drinking and they're drinking a bunch of like uh, like the shots of booze, and then uh, uh, Clement's like tossing it over his shoulder, and then he's getting drunk. <laughs> it's just so bad. Which is it's so, so weird bad. because later on, when you see him driving that 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 high expensive stick shift, he's 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 following the, like the rules of the road, stopping at a red light. It's so he's, bad. He's drunk. He's 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 what do you call it? pissed drunk? Yeah. He's like following the like the rules. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, and then talk about the secret room. They yeah, start talking yeah. about the secret room. It's just so silly. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, then we get to some Freudian stuff here where the oh, cop yeah. is talking Raylan to Raylan about the dream, her dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Marcus tells Carolyn that he has the gun. Uh, Raylan takes Willa to the airport. Uh, Skander's, Skander proposes to Sandy. And then, then there's a stupid tail scene. Like, gosh, man, how I don't oh, understand yeah. why these tail scenes are so dumb in movies these days. These guys are being followed by everybody in the force. <laughs> there's like 20 members of this force that are following. They they know there's there's been a homicide occurred, and we know the judge. You know, there's a, but for some reason, these these three there's three characters: the 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 Albanian and Sandy are in one car, and then obviously Clements is in his SUV. Yeah. For some reason, they can't tail them. It's it's so bizarre, and and they're not like in this. And we we talked about this. They're in a small town. It's not like they're like yeah. in or L.A. where you can like all of a sudden have like a long car chase. They're like one stop sign and it's over. But oh, we, we couldn't follow them. And so so Clement does a stupid technique that I don't understand why they fell for. Where it's a green light and he stops. Yeah. And so he yeah. figures that everyone's gonna get annoyed that he stopped and then wind up going around him. So everyone's going around him except for the tail because the tail's fall away any perimeter. It's so stupid. <laughs> but the weird thing about it is they don't even know it's him. So they would go. They, shouldn't they go around too? If they know it's him, they would be like, okay, okay, we're on Clements. You guys, you guys hit the hit the Albanian. It's, it's so like, dumb. What's going it's, on here? It's a, one of the dumbest scenes in TV I think I've ever seen. Perhaps. There's a lot of nonsensical <laughs> stuff going on here. And then, so once the light turns red, Clement takes off, and then the the tail follows him, and they get yeah, yeah. T-boned. <laughs> and they still don't know; it's they still don't realize who it is. It's like it's so bad. It's so bad that yeah, that scene they get wiped, was just, right. They get hit. It's like it's like perfect timing. Like they yeah. get hit. It's a, It's the AI. It's got to be AI. <laughs> Uh, either that or like a film school student maybe might have written this, but like a first year film yeah, school student perhaps. Uh, and so then they have the, the then the other stupid scene in the secret room. The whole that whole thing that plays out is so stupid in the secret room. Where oh, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, but also don't forget there's also the scene with Sweetie where Sweetie has the gun, which is also kind of a weird scene too because then he's gonna it's like another uh, allusion to the uh, the whole backstabber thing where he goes to the lawyer and he's telling her now like, hey, what hypothetically. What if I? What if the person had the gun, the the weapon, the murder weapon? You know the weird thing about this is his fingerprints are all over this gun. Uh, like, like unless he has like proof. It's like wait, he's literally like touching. It. It's, like, it's so weird. And of course, the lawyer doesn't like uh, Clement, so she's like, okay, we'll side together and take him down. They're like, guess what, uh, sweetie? We're being we're charging you with the judges. Yeah, like, you're we're charging murder. you with the, your hand. <laughs> your fingerprints are on this gun. Oh shoot. Uh, let's see. Then we did a stupid thing with with the secret room where he pulls out secret all the room, guns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't know why you would hand those, keep hand those guns. Yeah, over. it's so weird. Like, hey, I have a Desert Eagle, like a fifty caliber Desert. It's like he's got all these cool. And it, the, uh, the weird, here's the other weird thing. Why would you, if you're, let's just say you're like uh, an Al- Albanian mobster, why would you keep your gun collection right. in a gun safe? Yeah. <laughs> not, not even a, not even a gun advocate guy, unless he had family around. You're in a secret room. Yeah. Why would you do that? It makes no sense. You know, That's I, assume right. has, I assume he has like a special area because even Clements is all like, oh, like, wait a minute, it makes no sense. 
Yeah, you're in a, a secret room. You would just have that maybe wall mounted. Everything would be table. mounted on the wall, loaded and ready to go. It's in it's in a, it's actually in a gun safe. But like like uh, what's going on? It is so weird. Uh, and then you hand it over. He hands one over to. Yeah, you hand it over to a psychopath, and you're supposed to be drunk because you drank like fifty shots. But yeah, you drove that that uh, was like a lamb like a Lamborghini or a Ferrari stick shift Come perfectly on. down the road. Silly. Like stopping at stop signs. It, it's like it's really bizarre. And then uh, Raylan and and uh, Willie gets on the plane, which you applauded silently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then she takes off and he's like like slow clap. Orson Welles, Susan <laughs> Kane, slow clap. Uh, and then Skander's dead, and that's the way this this ends. Gosh, so and, and bad. They don't show you what happens to when he pulled when the uh, when Clements pulls the gun out at the the right. Albanian. It ends right there. So now you kind of like, oh, I want to see what happens to him in episode four, and I probably will yeah. watch episode four because I I want to. I believe this is really a comedy, so I'm going uh, with that. Boy. I'm going with that. All right, it, it it was it was definitely took a turn for the worse in this one. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna now, watch the next one. Are you They're saying gonna... that the first Justified is is better writing and it's it's actually better? See, I, I yes. just kind of want to watch the original now just yes. to see. Oh yeah, the characterization characterizations are better. Yeah, I need to watch. It, it, I need to watch at least a couple of episodes just to see, like you know, like if they're like you know. Like, like, like what is everybody talking about? Everybody, that's a highly rated program. Yeah, too. no, it's good. You should watch at least the first couple of episodes. Uh, and there's, there, there's a humor. There, I mean, he does. He, it is. It, there's some humor to it, no doubt. It's all about the uh, writing, though. It's it's all about the writing. Yeah. If the writing could keep up with the, like I said, you know, the dramedy, that's fine. But if you can't do it, and it winds up being more comedy just because the dr- the drama part's so bad. Then it's then it's bad. Do you want to do maybe part one and then maybe part four of this for next oh, week? I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. I got to just kind of a little compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah. I do want to see like what the what the hype was in the original. Okay, let's get uh DeGrassi over with. Okay. Uh let's do another poor tour around it. Okay. What do you got? Dealer's choice. I'll I'll do description while you're pulling out a beer. Uh yeah. so we got two episodes for DeGrassi Junior High. We have Food for Thought, uh, which is the one we talked about, and 20 bucks are the two uh are the two episodes for uh, today. <laughs> Two odd episodes that I think I would, as a writer, as Kit Hood or one of the other writers, I would have probably switched them around in the order because, okay. of, because of the situation. And I'll, and I'll get to it when I. But you, you had mentioned before that you felt that these, the, the right. release order might not be the order that they shot them in and wrote them oddly in. Oddly enough, oddly enough, I feel that these next four episodes, at least four, are actually follow a certain, like an actual, they kind of like continue, continue. Like an arc. I do think that I would have flipped the, uh, these two episodes like, their their order. I would have put the uh, the uh, Madeline one before the Kathleen one. Okay. What do you got for a pour over there? I have the uh, collaboration with other Ooh. half with other half and monkish, and I believe the monkish part is what allows this to be Californian. Oh wait, you mean uh, the Veil? That's a bunch of breweries. Oh, the Veil. My bad. The, the Veil uh, beer. Grab that. This is. Uh... Hey, hey, Echo, Echo, and this is a collaboration with Monkish, The Veil, Other Half, and Oxbow, all high-level uh, breweries that are producing this uh, this IPA that I grabbed from. Uh, and this, so, so they release this locally. This is the the Veil's version of it. So Monkish oh, also released this. Nice. So this is fresh from uh, Richmond, actually. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So this one says brewed in Prague by The Veil of Richmond. Uh, but Monkish released their version of it, I believe, uh, nice. a couple of weeks ago. That's uh, cool. So we, so like, and so I assume you can only get this in Virginia, at least now, unless you're on Tavor. Let's, I assume at some point it'll be on Tavor. 
This is hazy, uh, double dry hop, uh, double IPA. I think that says eight percent. God, it's so small. Yeah, I can't. I, I think I think it says eight. It's a double, so it's got to probably be eight percent. Yeah, I can't see. It's got to be at least. Uh, then we then we come to this conclusion, eight percent. Uh, and then you know, this is I've, I've had this uh, on tap for the festival. This is you know, this is going to be the typical hazy high level IPA that those guys produce. Yeah, and you're right, it's eight percent. Yeah, you can smell you smell it right now. Oh, yeah, I can smell like, it oh, almost yeah, like hell, yeah, very that's aromatic. The monkish. Here we go. It's Cheers. the monkish. <laughs> Pros it. Don't forget, other half is is very similar to a monkish. Yeah, that's uh, delicious. That's uh, man, that is super good. Awesome. It's got to have lactose in it too, because like when I pop the can, my now my hands all like uh, it's all sticky. Like sticky. Uh, I don't see it, but you're right. It does. Or is that seem just the like, malts? Or is that just the, the old the sweetest the oats? The oats, perhaps, yeah. or the um, what's the other one they use besides uh, besides oats, the, uh, oats for the for the fluffiness and the, the wheat uh, the wheat what's the wheat what's the hazy IPA hazy? it's not the barley uh, it's the it's oats. been a while since we did the Cicerone and that, <laughs> and that should not be part of level one all righty uh, let's get to this uh, food for thought episode so the, the whole thing's built around the science fair uh, oh, yeah. and we we break off into people's Man. story. This is a very heavy-handed episode, too. On the subject matter, it is over the top. Yeah, and so this is about uh, Kathleen and her eating disorder. Or the whole episode is about eating disorder, pretty much. I mean, almost even like the secondary stories. Yeah, in fact, I think all of the secondary stories, besides Joey, everything's about an eating disorder or something having to, having to do with eating. Yeah, because Alexa wants I want I want anorexia. Yeah. Like, can yeah. I have a, like I can sign me up for anorexia? Like, whoa, and, and, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you sign me? Okay, no, I can. Can I do it for a week? Like, can yeah. I do it for, or, or, or is that the bulimia thing? Where I like, can I do One it for a week? Other. Like, yeah. The, obviously, Alexa's kind of like the vapid, like comedy oh, relief. Get her and, out. Do you feel like maybe she should be like the one who should be doing this episode? Oh, because yeah. Because the way because the, the way the characters like are done. No, no. Let's give it to Kathleen. What the, well, yeah. anyway, she's got to. Uh, so Kathleen's at dinner. The mom's drinking. The dad's about to travel. The parents are. We're argue. introduced to the mom, who we know is an alcoholic, and uh, and we, I think that's the first time we actually see the father too, who's like. Yes. And we joked about this originally because when she talks to him, he's on the phone, and he's like, "I'm out of here. Like, I, I, need to, <laughs> yeah. I, need to I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta be. I, go. I gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> mom's a wreck. I gotta go. <laughs> and I, I think we agree that he's probably going for a reason. There's a reason why oh, he's for trapped. sure. That's been, so work work traveling for him is vacation for the Quite mom. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she looks in the mirror and she says, "I'm so fat." And then uh, that we we start the uh, dun, the dun, episode. Dun, 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 dun. Wake up and in so, the so the whole thing with Alexa and Simon is super obnoxious. Um, it's all it's 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 they they basically become like the like the the, the comedy relief. Yeah. It's like Simon Simon's always like this like putz, and then she's yeah. always like putting him in his place. And no matter what he does, he's always wrong, and she's right. right. Yeah, it's, it's a weird dichotomy with him. Uh, I feel fat. You look okay. And like, she's what? like, wait, I, do you wait? wait you, what you mean? Yeah. I'm fat? Like, <laughs> yeah. She goes, I, I should lose five pounds. Would I look better if I, I lost five pounds? Yeah. Wait, wait are you calling me fat? <laughs> Come on. Wait, so you are saying I'm fat? Yeah. Come on. I, mean, I, I get the. I get in their mind. It's like funny because like they're doing the jokes. But it winds up just being like, God, it's kind of depressing. You're, you're goofing on this Simon so much. At some point, I feel like Simon's going to kill it. He's going to like wind up killing her. Like, <laughs> I'm not uh, saying that happens, but I'm just saying it's like, yeah. 
Let's see. The eating disorder, the eating disorders, the twins are doing the project on. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 and for some do, reason, the, tw- the twins become experts. They become like like professionals on this. Obviously, they're doing. They're reading yeah, a, a lot project. of like. Yeah, but like, but like now they're they're the foremost like experts in in the you know of this field. Uh, let's see. Pitfalls of anorexia, and then uh, Alexa's like, "Yeah, I'd love to have that." <laughs> Isn't there like she was talking about the like the uh, still something else where she said I wanted to have that too? Like, uh, God, was it the uh, I don't know, it wasn't the HIV, uh, HIV. So she wanted something else too. Uh, Melanie and Kathleen are working on their project. Uh, and then we know that Kathleen's a perfectionist and an overachiever. That's true. Yeah. Um, and then so then they start thinking, oh, look at Lucy. Yeah, she's yeah, Lucy wants to become, but which is what? a weird, this That's is a weird, weird line that this is a weird, this is a weird hypocritical lying in here. Everybody's spreading, and especially the twins. The twins are always spreading rumors about people, and then they're they're talking about rumors, and then they're like, "Oh no, no, you can't do rumors, dude. You're the ones that you've been spreading rumors before. What are you talking Hip- about? Hypocrites. hypocrites. Yeah, you're hypocrites. Yeah, it's so it's so annoying. Like, um, then we see that one weird scene where Kathleen's doing the project with with Melanie at the table with the mom, and Kathleen's eating them them. She's like cookie. Oh monster. yeah, yeah. She's monster. monster. <laughs> I feel like I've seen this in a in like in a after school special. And I, think, I think that's where they got it from. A little over the top. A little over the top. It is over the top, but they're they're showing you that she's stuffing her face, and then it makes the the scene actually is very disturbing after that. Oh yeah, still, she's yeah yeah. And I think I think I I would think though the bulimic would probably eat in hiding, eat in secret, not be out in the open like could be Cookie Monster. Yeah, but I think table. it's also like an anxiety thing too. She's she's, uh, she's trying to. Not oh, only she the mom. A, yeah, exactly. She I has see. an eating disorder now, but now she's got the mom. She's got to deal with her friends who yeah. she's always telling my mom's sick. But yeah, she knows. That they know, and now she's trying <laughs> to cover this up in her mind. You know, Ooh, something popped. My bottle just popped. <laughs> I'm oh, scared. Okay. The crap out of me with the uh, the brewery bottle. I put like oh. stoppers in there too. Uh, oh, okay. And they're like, oh boy, because <laughs> it's getting hot in here too. <laughs> like like shot like shots of fire. Like 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 yeah, it down exactly. Uh, let's see. So then she goes to the bathroom and she starts vomiting. Yeah, and it's a very, very disturbing thing. Yeah, I think, she, very, I think they told her to do it for reals, probably. Yeah, think, like because go she it. actually does put her fingers in her mouth. Yeah. That makes me wonder. Like, wait a minute. We know that the producers tell and the directors tell these kids to do stuff like. Oh that yeah, stuff should. that is very questionable. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, very questionable. Uh, I, I will say that I I do like it though because you know even though it's questionable, I do like that. The uh, child acting uh, laws in Canada clearly are Canada. Loose, oh, loose man. Than what they oh, are in America. Speaking of that, <laughs> the next episode for sure <laughs> confirms that what's what it's not it's not Canada. It's not Canada. Oh, what? Something in the next something happens. The next episode, oh. something we see something that proves this is not okay. Canada. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then Melanie goes to the diary, her diary, like a Medici, right. yeah. which is weird because <laughs> Melanie and Caitlin are the two biggest Medici. I like Caitlin. The... I like Caitlin. Yeah, but she's, she's a Medici too, though. She's another like like rumor monger, like Aww. Medici. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's, as as smart as she is and as level headed, but she is a Medici too. She needs <laughs> nothing. Uh, let's see. We see the laxatives that uh, Kathleen is taking. Uh, and I did the presentation and, uh, and also, uh, also a little side note, somebody, gosh, somebody mentions, I think it's like, I think one of the twins mentions another character in the program who hasn't, who hasn't been, she's been shown in the background, but she mentions them by name. She, okay. I think she, I think she has the record for being named before being shown. And they mentioned little Tessa and they, oh, look, oh, look at little Tessa. She's like, I think something about her weight because she's small. 
So that's so it's it's a name it's a it's a name like that's like oh that's kind of weird that they talk about the character and she's not even a character yet. Uh, let's see, Kathleen and Melanie present, uh, and Kathleen forgets something, so she hunts down Raditz to give that piece of information. Oh yeah, yeah, she's hardcore. Yeah. Melanie conf- confronts Kathleen about the eating disorder, and then we realize that the twins win the science fair. Yeah, and uh, and I Kathleen actually like that scene too because they're doing like third place in third place. <laughs> Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, I like that. Like, 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 Yick, like Yick and Arthur for the robot thing. Like, you know, like, and like second place, two characters are named, but they're not, you don't know who they are. Like, I don't know who they are. Uh, and then, so when she, Kathleen doesn't win, she gets the honorable mention. She runs out. And then when Melanie confronts her, she passes, she faints. Yeah. That's a good scene too. I like that. Yeah. Then the next day we see the aftermath. Alexa says, I'm not going to lose weight. And then Simon like said, "Okay, whatever. I don't care." <laughs> my Just, my note for that my note for that was as usual. Alexa makes makes a fool out of Simon and has him wrapped <laughs> around her finger once again. Crazy nonsense. Uh, <laughs> but wait a minute, maybe this is real. Like the way you know, way, boyfriends and girlfriends have control over. Like, oh yeah, you know. for sure. Um, and then uh, Miss Avery tells Kathleen to go to the nurse. Uh, is it a nurse or a counselor? I thought she was giving her like a counselor thing. Like you oh, need to I see her as a nurse. I think I, I think know. it's like now you've been assigned a counselor, and then uh, Kathleen calls Melanie a traitor, and I don't have a problem, and that's the way that went. And is. then she looks at her; she gives that she gives her like the <laughs> the, the the death stare, So so, but but this is good because in the next episode it does continue. Although I do feel that this should be switched just just because of what Madeline does in the next episode coming up. Then Madeline could have said, I you know mean, what it is you like mean, to, you to, mean Ma- Ma- Melanie. Melanie. Melanie, Melanie. Gotcha. I don't know, I don't know why I was gonna name wrong. Melanie, yeah, Melanie, because Melanie knows about doing bad. She she's because now this episode, it would be makes more sense if they could switch it around going, I know what it is to do bad things like Kathleen, you know. Yeah. So they should have like a reasoning to tell her this. Again, this one has a bunch of storylines too. Little 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 all over the place. Uh this is basically Joey and Caitlin and Stink. Oh, although and it is kind of weird because you know what's gonna you know what's gonna happen in this episode before it even gets to the point. But it does have a save at the end too though. It's a cute, actually a pretty cute ending, I gotta say. Yeah, but you know what's gonna happen. You know, because it's all built upon a bet, and you know what's gonna happen because because yeah. like I said, Caitlin's a Medici and she's gonna, you know, she knows she finds out about everything. So you know what's gonna happen. I, I'm a little surprised that that didn't get out that Joey's asking everybody out. True. 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 Honestly. I'm that, surprised that didn't get out quicker. That was late it. in the game though. So eventually it will get out like when they get to school. But oh. at this point, it's more of a scene thing where let's have it done right now. So we need to get it out now. Uh, Melanie gets, gets her braces off. She's ready for I, action. And she still looks like a little kid, even though she's like six feet tall. <laughs> and then she throws her money around saying, hey, whatever you want, I'm buying. Which, yeah. which comes back to haunt her later on. Oh, yeah. Um, gourmet Skunk? Is that the band that they everybody wants? No, to, Gourmet wants Scum. To... Scum. At, oh, at, at, Scum. Scum, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's a poor quality video, so it's yeah. hard to listen to hear some of the words. So I was like, yeah, it's skunk. Scum. It's no, it's scum. It's it basically that's you know, at this point, they, they can't get the rights to real bands and real music. They can only wear the right. shirts. <laughs> like, what was like a was it Asia and like a Depeche Mode? And you can Iron only Maiden. wear shirts and have posters, but you can't play the music. So let's create fake name bands. Uh, Melanie's gossiping about Kathleen. Hey, the one thing I'm noticing now is that clearly they're getting older because Joey's voice is way. Yeah, deep he, in he this looks episode. older too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joey went from a little, a little scrub, and now he does. Mm. But then he he is. Don't forget, he is a freshman, so he is getting older. Uh, so then he makes a bet with the, what's the character's name? 
Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. It's weird because that guy's a reoccurring character, even into the Grassy yeah. High. But for whatever reason, I can never remember that guy's name. That's 20 bucks that you can't get a date on Friday. And then uh, Snake asked Melanie to the concert. Uh, Spike and Liz want to go. Everyone wants to go. Everyone wants to go to this concert. Everybody wants. Go, apparently, Gourmet Scum is like, because I remember back in the day, there were several uh, local bands. There people, kids, especially heavy metal kids. There was a band called No Sugar. They were like, oh, let's go see No Sugar at playing at the Portuguese Hall. It's like, it's it's one of those bands where like the locals know all about them. Uh, let's see. So Melanie's trying to borrow 20 bucks for the concert ticket to go with Snake, but no one can lend it to her. Uh, Joey's asking. Oh, also, also, I'm sorry to stop in here. The uh, side note that Joey's like, I think he's at the high school. For some reason, he goes to the high school or the, uh, that one high school that the other kids are at. Mm-hmm. And he's, he hits, he hits on one of the female characters saying his, his classic line, like, like, Oh, you're very beautiful. He's, and he always says this, is that blonde girl who's not a named character yet. But I, I, she does. I think she does kind of become a character in the actual Degrassi High. So I thought that was kind of really a weird thing. So he's asking out Liz and Lucy. They say no. Oh, Liz. oh, my bad, my bad. It's BLT that makes the bet with the. Uh, I, I thought oh, it was oh. that other guy. It's oh, actually BLT. BLT. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shane wants to go to the concert. Joey asks the twins. They laugh at him. Yeah, uh, it's like another weird thing. Like, like why, why are they like? like apparently, because they grew up with him, I guess. So they they don't like him. I, I'm I guess. serious. Yeah, I know he's a flirt. No one thinks Joey's oh, serious. No. Oh, also one of my side notes is the reason. Also, the reason why the we we've learned this. We learned that the twins like older dudes. We've learned this uh. before. Remember, remember, <laughs> they like they want guys with cars. Yeah. What was that, that one first? Well, the first episode, that guy had to be like twenty or something. And yeah, you know, the, the the underage thing. Uh, Shane wants so Shane wants to go to the concert, so he's going right. to skip on paying child support, which I don't even know if he should be paying it's, anyway. It's not even it's not even child support. It's his it's his uh what do you call it? What do you allowance? It's his allowance. His allowance. So it's probably like I say, I assume ten to twenty dollars, probably a week, maybe or something like that. And so Spike's all upset because she was going to take his child support to buy a concert ticket. Come on, yeah, she was going to do yeah yeah. And it's child support. This, this is not a legal. They're making it sound like it's a legal binding thing, but it's not. Yeah. It's just literally him giving her his allowance. I'm going to go back to uh, personal experience. Child support is for the child. <laughs> oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Well, you're not for her to go to a concert. Come on. You're right. Wait a second. You're it's right. diapers, formula, that's, like baby powder. No, I'm going to go see Gourmet not, Scum. Yeah, it's not going to go Gourmet Scum. scum. <laughs> you're right. That's Yeah, you're right. And he so Shane pushed, does have an argument, too. Oh, like, yeah. You know, he pushes back on her later on. Yeah, like, yeah, what good a, for you wanted to go see them, too. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, good for him. Uh, let's see. Then Melanie steals the money from the mom. And then oh, Joey, that's like that. That's like that. That's like the first time you see Melanie doing something bad. She's like, uh Oh, and then Joey, I would have went to Caitlin probably first, but he, after getting rejected by, rejected yeah, by yeah, yeah, but you see that earlier on something we skipped. There's a scene earlier on where Joey's going to talk to like Caitlin and he's kind of like, Oh, and then I forgot. I think, I think, uh, Melanie tells Caitlin, Oh, stop. I just know the girl, there's an unnamed girl. That's also she kind of looks like a the Eula character, okay. But uh, but Vula. it's not Vula. Ula. She kind of looks like Ula, but it's not Vula. 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 What are you drinking over there? She's Jeez. only like she was only there for one season. I like Vula. Only season. Like literally <laughs> one, one season. season. Just, voice in season two. Like, not even one season. It was like maybe one five, season five episodes. One voice in the episode. Vula. In Vula. 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 There's another actress that looks like her, and and they she tells Caitlin, "Oh, you still like him." And then Caitlin like laughs. She like smiles and laughs. So you so you know. So he asks Caitlin out. She says yes. Um, Liz rats out uh, uh, Shane to Spike, and and Spike starts yelling at him. 
Yeah, um, God, sorry, sorry. Liz is another Medici. I, I guess she's. I guess she's all. best friend to Spike. Oh yeah, you're not, supposed to your, you get your best friend. You get it right. I get you it. Right I, out, I, I, get, I get it, but it's like, God, you guys are like. So I'm I'm assuming Melanie stole from the mom, but was going to use that baby that babysitting gig that gets canceled. She was going to replace the money. Yes. E- yes. Yeah. But then the the gig got canceled, so now she's like, oh shoot, like oh. Joey shows up to the place with the uh, the pe- I'm gonna call it the Peach Pit to to uh, yeah, yeah. What's with, it called? With, it's got like a weird name to it. it uh, that's the, the Beverly Hills. Uh, what, what's yeah. the place they used to go there's to? A, in, and there's the in, one that's from uh, the uh, what's the one? Saved by the, the Bell. What's that one called? Yeah, Save by the Bell. Yeah, I forget what it's called. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> we call it the Peach Pit. It's the only one I know. Yeah, uh, it's Screech. So they, and, uh, <laughs> so they show uh, the late Screech. Remember that guy's passed away oh, yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so BLT pays up, and then. And B, BLT's kind of a jerk about it because you should be this. If you're a bro, the bro corp. No, nah, he's all like, right now, it. dude, let me pay you right now. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, man. And Joey's like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. come on. That's that's a that's a dick move. I'm going to say yeah, that's well, a dick move. But I will say that I believe this. They want they want to make this scene like they want to be it because of what happens after. It has to happen now. So we yeah. need to have it happen now. I know, but the bro code says you. you oh pay yeah, the DL, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next and, day at school. Not to mention he's doing it in front of Michelle, the yeah. his the, the girlfriend. And you know, but yeah, I'm not saying that Michelle's like a a a rat, but what's to keep her from telling Kaylee? Yeah, it's it's not a good good look. It's for a weird. BLT. It's weird because then Michelle's going to question him, and yeah. he's going to be oh, it's because of Kate. You know, it's like yeah. it's gonna, like yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, that, that you do that in the DL. If you're gonna do a bro, absolutely. Bro code says you pay him on Monday morning. Joey unless he's just being like, unless he's just being an ass, and he because oh, he, he doesn't want to respond. Yeah, for sure. Like, hey, let me give it to you now, man. Yeah. In front of my girlfriend. And let's wait till Caitlin gets comes back, and I'll <laughs> say, hey, Caitlin, here's the twenty bucks that uh, Joey wants. He ties her perfectly as she's coming back. Yeah, come on, it's a jerk move. It's a big jerk yeah. move. That wouldn't happen. Oh no, you're um, right. You're right. And then Kaylin, of course, finds out and she dumps a soda on him, which Kaylin is Kaylin has perfect. a the scene with Kaylin here is gosh, okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm like, oh, <laughs> don't ruin it. Don't ruin yeah. it. Don't ruin yeah. it. So so she walks out and Joey chases her. And they actually have a pretty sweet, tender moment it outside. Is. It's a which, good which Joey should have told like her. It. See, in my mind, Joey should have told her this before. Like Kaylin, right. you know, let me let me tell you the truth. This is real. Right. You know, before, you know, I was I you know, I don't know how you feel about me. I wanted to ask you out. But I, I, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I think you're mad at me. And then he could have brought up, like, oh, yeah, but now we'll say, and I'll tell you this, I made a bet with BLT, you know, to do this and this and, you know, and then, but to tell him, like, I wanted to tell you. And, yeah. you know, I, I do think that the save does work. Obviously, it does work for writing wise, because then Caitlin, even Caitlin, like, melts eventually. Well, especially when he rips up the twenty bucks, that's a pretty bold move. Oh yeah, move oh, for yeah. A oh teenager. no, that's that was a, that's a great move. That move. Oh 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 oh, oh, so, oh oh. so going back, so going back to like why I why this is America. So this, so we know this is low. It's probably located. Oh, right? was it a twenty dollar bill? American that's right. money? No. There, there's a very close up of Melanie going through the, the wallet of the mom. Yeah, twenty a twenty a twenty band like a twenty dollar like wait I a minute. I told you, I told you the conspiracy that is America, true. This American is the money. of American society. I was right. Yeah, I it's was not right. Canadian. Not and oh. I had to look. I had to look up circa nineteen nineteen eighty eight <laughs> Canadian. Nope, that's Ameri- That's an American. Oh, money. I totally feel vindicated now. They, yeah. they are making fun of American youth. Yeah, there are a few. There are a few exceptions. There are a few border border towns like between Canada and America that do accept like you know American dollars and Canadian dollars, 
but but that's but she has all of her money is American money. <laughs> like, oh, I knew there was something special about yeah, that guy. Like, it's like wait a minute, like like that's oh. it's like a Benjamin. It's like a twenty. It's twenty Benjamin. Like what's going on here? This whole <laughs> show is about Canada goofing in America. I is think we need really? to strike back. We need to or, declare war on Canada. No, or they knew they knew that a selling point would be <laughs> that hey, if we can make this relatable, I knew to, it. You know, and bear in mind, I was watching this as a kid, so it worked for me. Like, I like knew it. about, if, if it's not American, can I relate to Canadians doing this? I, maybe, maybe this is why. I knew it. I called it. It's a there you are. Yeah, they're funny, doing a satire on American of American teen uh, youth. teenager kids <laughs> and a, a condemnation of American. But teen I'm saying youth though, this could be Detroit system. and then Canada above, or like Michigan and, and above. So it's it's oh, all that same man. realm. Feel vindicated now. Um. So Joey walks Caitlin home, and then the fallout yeah. for the next day for Melanie that, is that she gets I will branded. say, I, I did have to go back. That that scene that with Caitlin and Joey is a really good scene, and and, and that's a, that's a real good win because Joey's like he finally and he finally like he doesn't like like wait and do what Joey does and just kind of like gives up and walks away. Yeah. He sits there and he explains the situation. I do think he should have did it before, but he explains the situation and he he rips up that twenty dollar bill. And yeah. that is that that tells him like, oh, like I don't even care about this stupid money. Look, and then that wins Caitlin back, and it works. Yeah, and it, and you you think he's being genuine and he's being vulnerable, and we don't really see Joey like that too much. Exactly, and not to mention that Joey's a massive capitalist. So twenty dollars is twenty dollars. He doesn't <laughs> want to lose that money. We know Joey. Joey's all about making money. Yeah, no, you know, he's like. You know how many tapes he has to sell to get well, exactly. that? Exactly. No, wait, wait. Those, those are two dollars a pop. So wait, wait a minute. It's like like overpriced ten, two dollars. Ten cassettes. Ten for that. tapes. <laughs> he's oh, the only guy getting a job too, though. I mean, this guy's like a man. He's like a, he's a he's like he needs to make money, and he's ripping up uh, twenty dollars. That means something. Uh, so Melanie's grounded and ultimately sells her ticket to Spike. Yeah, what happens? And then yeah, cute. Wait, cute that, that's also kind of a weird scene too. That's also kind of a weird scene because. He has that little conversation with Snake and like I can't make it, I'm grounded, and like like and then Snake's like, "Hey, here's a ticket." Now is Snake just giving her the ticket, or is he like, "Hey, pay me back when you can't"? See, I'm a little confused about that scene. I'm a little confused oh. about it because then yeah, she he, ultimately sells it to Spike. Now is she going to give the money to the mom or Snake? Oh shoot, that's a good question. She sells and pay the mom back. So I'm like, wait a minute, who gets who's who's yeah, she that needs twenty forty? She needs forty bucks actually. Exactly, <laughs> well, exactly. Well, 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 sell it to Spike for for uh, sell it to uh, Spike for forty bucks. It's a markup. That's that's possible too. But Spike don't even have like a scal- she She's like a scalper. She's like a scalper. <laughs> but Spike, we find that Spike barely gets the twenty dollars to get the ticket, but it was too late because they're sold out. She barely has 20. I'm assuming that she's probably going to give the money back to her mom and then pay back Snake when she does her job. I assume. And bear bear in mind, this might be a future episode that I don't remember. But the, if you want to go see Pond Scum, you got to pay forty bucks from the sca- for the scalper. Like McBellion is a scalper she now. She barely got the. She gets. She manages to get the money, and then she doesn't. Oh, she finds out that shoot. she couldn't afford. It. But you're right, though. You want to pay that money? You got to give me like, like keep yeah. it coming. Yeah, you can pay me twenty now, and then pay me twenty next month. Yeah, but then, but then Spike is. I'm. I can't afford forty. If you, well, take you, can, if you can't pay it, I'm gonna. If you can't pay me the forty, I'm gonna, bucks, I'm gonna go, break, I'm gonna go break your knee. 
<laughs> so you're saying that the happy ending is just show that scene with with Spike and then dun 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 yeah. dun. But reality is Spike can't afford it, and then she's gonna sell <laughs> no, somebody else. No, she's gonna pay. She's gonna, she's gonna spot her the, the Spike only can make it get twenty dollars. She can only make it twenty. Give me the twenty now. You owe me twenty. Or else I'm gonna bust oh. your kneecaps in the future. <laughs> but she can't even do that because now we know that Shane is is now at that point. Now I can give you. Yeah. I can give you no more money. I ain't paying no child support unless I see my kid. Is what she exactly. should be saying. Exactly. That's the other point. That's uh, and and the Shane plotline. So yeah, okay, like, tell my, me this. Tell, tell me this. Uh, Have you seen the next two episodes? I'm gonna let me give you the fists. You don't, I don't know. I don't, oh, I don't see, remember. I oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it might be my. Uh, I think maybe that's it. Where I'm at. Okay. Okay. I think. I think okay. there's only like two more episodes left in the season. I no, think. no. Oh, there's about no? five, five or six yeah. for the for season three. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, the Lion oh, and the boy. Cobra. Oh boy, we're at. I think the last thing on our agenda. Hey, we're two twenty. Not not too bad. Here we um, go. Let's uh, we got what we, we got like two more beers left. Uh, I think so. Yeah, got the brewery and we got Highland Park. So, what do you want to go? Ooh. What do you want to do first? Probably Highland Park. Maybe interesting. Let's get the can. All right. All right. You want to read the uh, description on this one? Let me guess. You can't. Uh... You can't see that. <laughs> Highland Park. This is called Highland Park Brewery. Tonight, tonight, tonight. And I assume this is like a reference, maybe. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Oh, the Phil Collins song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying. Oh, nice. Is that Miami Vice? Like, oh. <laughs> but that's I'm like going to watch that. I'm going to watch it, but I don't think it streams. So this is an, imp- an imperial stout with coconut and vanilla. 12%. Oof. A couple of our favorite adjuncts there. Yeah, yeah. What's the twelve percent ABV? That is correct. All right. Let me know when you're good to go. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta uh, put everything away from this laptop. One of these days, like this is, I'm gonna get enough spill in there. It's just gonna like completely shut it off, and that'll be the end of the laptop. You said coconut and vanilla. Yeah, I'm smelling coconut. That is correct. For sure, for sure, I'm smelling coconut. Pour on this. I'm ready to add to adjunct my uh, my stout. By the way. Which is going to be a big oh. failure. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. do a bit ba- the base. You're gonna we're gonna get a base, and we're gonna get a, I believe probably a coconut coffee uh, variant. Mm. I'm gonna try toast some coconut. Throw that okay. in there. See what happens. All right, let's go with this one. Cheers. Prozit. Those pores look like they're getting bigger on your side too. By the way, just saying. No, this is the veil. Come <laughs> on, this is a, this is a, this is like two ounces of beer. Yeah, they're smaller before though. <laughs> there you. This is re- twice. This is reading like a candy bar. Almond Joy. It's beautiful. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's good, right? That is very good. That's yes. very good. Mm. It's a candy very bar. good. Because yes. you're getting the chocolate for the malts. You're getting the coconut. You're getting the vanilla. It's a candy bar. That is nice. very good. That's a, definitely a high rater. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, is this... A, wait, this isn't the base for their uh, other series, or is it? I, I know I, they have barrel-aged stuff. We're fairly we're fairly new to Highland Park, I right. would say, for the most right. part. So I'm still learning their beers. Uh, did have them on the show a couple of months ago. So good, very nice guys, good guys. Had fun with them. Love their beers. We're club members now. So uh, look forward to having more of the, nice. those beers. I have that luxury okay. and that variant uh, in oh. the fridge. And you go down there, right? So you can you can pick up a pallet of the Timbo pills. From yeah, the, it's just uh, down the street. So I'm oh, only okay. 15 minutes from my house, and they deliver. Yeah. So. Well, I'm well. I don't know about that. You have to go. That you know, when you no, go they down. Do, no, they do deliver. They'll, they'll well, deliver to my house. Oh, to your house. Okay, but you go well, down. Yeah, 
I don't know, but they could deliver it. Like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, but the, but you have, don't you have to pick up the bottles that you from the club? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you go down there, grab me like a, a pallet of the Timbo pills. Uh, last time I went, I had the went with the boys, so we had dinner, had some beers, uh, had one of oh. them be designated driver. It's beautiful. Love that. Oh, I forgot. They're a restaurant, right? Now, is it a specific type of restaurant, or is it? The... Uh, there's just like a like a quick kitchen, so like burgers okay. and uh, it was oh, pretty okay. good food. Yeah, it was, it was good. And they're located Definitely. in Chinatown, right? So yeah, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, and then homage. They have a homage like right down the street. I think oh, I told that's you. right. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do this uh, Lion and the Cobra. What year was this released? Oh, boy, Nineteen. It was nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, and I remember, like I said, I remember this, and I I mentioned this earlier on in the show. Like I remember when this dropped, uh-huh. and I remember, I like I said, you know, because of the friends that were listening to alternative, and because of the stations I was listening to as a kid, what I was uh, eight, nineteen at the time, uh-huh. you know, listening to the punk stations and the alternative college stations, several of these songs were played. Uh, I had a pretty good rotation where like the DJ would play them. One song in particular was on uh, MTV, but man, this, like I said, this brought back a lot of memories. And I'll, God, I'll tell you right now, right off the bat, roughly, I don't know how you feel about this album. Man, this is a really good album. And, I'll, wow. and I'm going to tell you what, yeah, wow. to me personally, you know, Chanel Connor is not a big deal to me, but listening to this album brought back a lot of memories. And it makes wow. me angry that I didn't really go listen to the album as a whole back as huh. a kid. But I really enjoyed this. And wow. unfor- it's unfortunate that it took her death for me to go back to listen to the uh, the album. Wow, okay. I really pretty, liked it, really enjoyed it, yeah. Pretty good sentiment. Um, I'll say this. I enjoyed the album. I like it when it's more somber than some of the upbeat oh, songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I will say that, um, I, I, and so my probably negative to it is that there's there's a period between like 1985 and 1995 where kind of the music all sounds the same. Oh no! So, well, well, so, see, oh here's a little here's a little thing that I was talking about that some of the songs on here, gosh, I'm, I really feel I'm not sure, but Sinead herself and probably maybe this album because this is their first first studio album, not her first album, but her first studio album. But I feel like this this inspired like other artists that would come along later on that I wound up liking. Liz Fair comes to mind. Like there's a song, there's two songs in there. Like, wait a minute, this is like Liz Fair. Liz Fair yeah. like, came out like in late 90s. So I was like, gosh, man, I, I know she's inspired by Sinead. Well, and definitely some Sarah McLaughlin sounding oh, yeah. songs here yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. might have been an influence for Sarah. Um, I think the Cranberries are probably about the same time, and some stuff mm-hmm. sounds. She kind of sounds like the lead singer from the Cranberries a little bit. Oh, yeah. oh. wait a minute! Isn't is the Cranberries singer also like an Irish singer? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say that. I don't want to. Yeah, wait. I don't want to say that, but uh, <laughs> it does sound kind of like uh, the lead singer of the Cranberries in a couple of these songs where she's kind of like screaming. I will say this: shit, the songs are. And I've always said, what makes what makes a song good for me, and probably the most basic and stupid reason. It has to have a hook. It has to be hooky and poppy and hooky. And she does that. She could be writing about nuclear disaster, and she probably does. I don't know. Don't care. I like the hooks and the way it sounds. In fact, in fact, the song Mandika is about roots. Yeah. Related to, and I'm like, I got like, to me. It's like like I'm like I'm in like I'm poppy. I have no idea what she's talking about. So like yeah. Well, when you have songs called Mandinka, Jerusalem, and oh, yeah. Drink Before the War, we know oh, gosh. We're that's about actually that's, political yeah. social uh, awareness yeah. for there her. There are three and, songs in this album that definitely like I'm like, man, these are songs that like I now I need to create like an eighties playlist because I don't have, yeah. I have like a seventies playlist. The other song maybe is Troy, because I really like that song. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's good that's song. that would probably that would be my number one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
And you the know, first, and oddly enough, the track that I heard, the, the first song I heard from Chanel Connor is track one. That's the first yeah. song. And at the time, I thought it was a punk song. I was like, wait a minute, it's kind of like a punk anthem. It's kind of like it's kind of like like simple, yeah. short, and almost like like anth- anthematic, like a yeah. And I really like, and I'm like, oh, it's a great song. And I was like, oh, that's oh, okay. That's Chanel Connor. We have uh, Chanel Connor. Like uh, this is called Jackie, or um, or, uh, yeah, Jackie. And it, it's a really good song. Super short. I love that song. You know, it's funny because you mentioned punk. Is this? Would you consider this post punk? Um, well, it all depends on her first. See, yeah, the thing is, I, I never heard her old stuff. I never heard, but the post punk is means you were in a punk band prior. Now right. you're doing post punk. Yeah. So, so I don't know what Sinead was doing prior. So I can't call her post punk. You know, she might have been doing disco before that. So I don't really know. So, but would you say that this album is kind of characteristic of at least punk? Oh no, it influence? definitely has. It definitely has like a pop punk to it. It yeah. definitely has. It's definitely high, like high. For I sure. don't like I said. I can't call it punk because I don't know what she was. But it, yeah, it definitely has elements of punk in there. Obviously, because the whole political aspect of it. In fact, she kind of reminds me of a, of, an, of an old another older band that came out. I want to say late seventies, early eighties. A political punk band called Zounds. Punk band, but very uh, poppy, like a poppy sound where you're like, oh, that doesn't uh-huh. sound like punk. All right, let's go through some of this. Jackie. So you got to help me out here because for the life of me, Jackie sounds like another song, but I can't oh. remember what the song it was. Do you know oh, what the no, song no. is? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No idea, but it's funny because it does remind me of another band. Oh, that wait, kind of maybe I got it. My- Yeah. Uh, I think you keep me holding on. Well, who's singing? The- oh, no, 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 it's not, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. See, I'm thinking of a different song. What is I'm that thinking song? of another band. I'm thinking of another. I'm thinking of a male singer that would probably who she probably listened to back in the day. Go ahead. Uh, this oh, so I find I found the song. I got it. it? For some reason, it, 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 I'm more clear thinking with the with five fours in me. So okay. let's go. Let's go do Jackie's uh, okay. song first, which is a really good song. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it, and it's a, it's basically. I was actually kind of shocked they only had like two like two million listens. I'm like, this is like a great song. Can you hear that? Or oh yeah, it's so hooky too. And it's basically the the tale of a wife who's lost her seafaring husband. Is that like a, well, if you look at I assume I assume it's a reference story? to Jackie because she even says Jackie O. I assume it's like a reference to Jackie Onassis and the whole thing. You think like so? That. But I think, but I think she's using the name Jack Yo. It's probably in relation to her, our family member. This sounds like that "You Keep Me Holding On" song. I kid, I kid you not. It's also, a, Liz a, Farish too. Also, very Liz Farish. It's a great opening song for this album. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, this is the this is I, I, you know I'm using my memory what I remember listening to this on either KXL or K Space. This is the first Chanel Chanel Connor song I ever heard, and I thought it huh. was, I thought it was like oh wow, it's a really at at the anthematic uh, punk. I like it. Where's the chorus? Is the chorus coming here? It's somber. It's sad. Oh, yeah. I like it. It's and it's punk. It's like it's got that punk, but it's hooky punk. And there's some synth going on there. So it's a, she's bringing a bunch of different musical elements to create. Her, her songs are all over the board. She she's really all. Of, she's very poppy with her songs too. Which eclectic, I didn't eclectic. Would you call that eclectic? Yeah. Is that that word? Yeah, and very poppy. Which is funny because she hates. She hated the whole pop thing, but her songs are very poppy. Let's go to the next song. I love that song though. That's definitely in my my one of my favorite songs on the albums. 
on the album. I would say Mandika is probably one of the weaker songs. Uh, Oddly enough, me. this this is I remember this video being played ad nauseum on MTV. Unless I'm having yeah. like a brain like like aneurysm, this this song was played all the time. It's a little too upbeat. It's a little too upbeat. Even though oh, the no, lyrics very, don't match, it's very pop, don't it's match. Very, it's very is it not MTV though? Yeah, the music like, the just like, don't match like the. Especially with the subject matter. Apparently, at the time, nobody knew what it was about. Yeah. And it was, it, gosh, I remember back in the day, what, what was this song about? And then I, and I remember people were like, oh, I think it's about, it's supposed to be about roots and something like that. I'm like, wait a minute, huh? That makes no sense. Like, it's a little too up tempo. <laughs> like, how many of I tell you? Yeah, it's okay. Especially it's a good for song. The, well, I'll tell you one thing. Almost every song on this album is extremely poppy and hooky. So, like I said, the lyrics could be anything, and you're still going to be like into it. Yeah, th- this I mean, is can... probably this is probably a little too generic poppy for me with like the but musical it, it, part it, of it. Yeah, but it, look at it, it's it's hooky though. It's got that whole like uh, you know, it's got that whole go go things going on in there. Uh, or like I would say B fifty twos. B fifty two. There you go. That's love perfect. Shack. Like love exactly. Shack, exactly. This sounds like Love Shack. <laughs> you're right. Though. Yeah, that's or good. Rome. Rome or Love Shack? That's funny. Let's go to the next one. Jerusalem? No yeah. idea what the, is this. What, it's about the Holy Land with Holy no Wars? idea. Like I said, like like and the funny thing about this, like I'm like ah, Jerusalem. What does that even mean? They just like the song. Like like why? Like 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 why am I saying? Like why am I actually like hooked on this? Like, do you think that she's speaking Gaelic in one of these songs or what? Yeah. No, oh, there's see. several. There's several. Several. Several have Gaelic in there. Including one weird, odd, like uh, bizarre Enya-like uh, appearance. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is it like a Lord of the Rings Enya? Yeah, that's what, no, that's what I'm like. Wait a minute, <laughs> like Frodo. <Fredo. laughs> so, again, See, I like that. It's, it's, yeah, a little it's too very 80s. It's very 80s. I prefer her being sad and like see, uh, I like, somber. I, see, I like it because it's hooky. Give me the hook, and I'm in. Yeah, it's 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 completely eighties music. Oh yeah, completely eighties yeah. music. But it's but it's funny because we think about her. It's like, yeah. Bear in mind, she's writing and producing this, yeah. so she liked she liked hooky songs. Yeah, she didn't want to be told what to write, but she liked writing it. Do you feel why maybe that's why she gets lost in the shuffle for at least this album? Because I think this was Grammy nominated, by the oh, was way. It? Okay. I think so. But do you think she kind of gets lost in the shuffle because some of these songs are so generic, poppy? Maybe, like, maybe. Maybe, but also the studios like this too, though. It's oh, like, for sure, it sells. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah because it's it's hooky. Give me a hooky song. We know you're alternative and you're this hot young thing coming out, but it's very hooky. This sounds oh, sad. So, okay, I this, like this. this is the one I was talking about. Yeah, just like you said it would be. Okay, yeah. sounds wrong. It's not like the like the U and the B. That's very Prince. So who I was like first this. with that? But even that guitar sounds kind of like early '90s pop music. Oh yeah, sounds like some Goo Goo Dolls or something like that. <laughs> goo Goo Dolls. I like it though. I, I mean, it's not like I don't like it. I like. I enjoy yeah, this, the time listening. This to is it. What, this is the one that I'm probably it's lower on my list on the album. Yeah, I would say I've listened to this album probably oh. about 15, 20 times. Oh. Also, so this reminds me of Tori. So that's a that's oh, yeah. yeah. So I, so I feel Tori borrowed from uh, Sinead. You know, it's funny because uh, once I have the album, I have this uh, auto feature in Amazon where it'll play similar artists. Oh, no. And Tori Tori comes up. Yeah, inevitably, Tori Amos will be the <laughs> Tor- next song Miss after Bear, the last Tori. song. <laughs> That's funny. 
all of those. Uh, what was that? Uh, that uh, Lears, uh, the uh, the festival, Sarah McLaughlin, all the women. Oh yeah, what was the, that called? What is that called? The uh, Lilith Fair. Lilith oh yeah, Fair. Lilith. Love, I love that. Yeah, Lilith Fair. McLaughlin. Which is funny because Lilith is now the, uh, the the demonist god in Diablo Four. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. Jeez, yeah, this one is probably this one's probably lower on my list. Let's see. Is this gay like she's? Uh, is this Enya? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's Enya. That's uh, what's a. Maybe, maybe we're if going, I play we're this backwards. Like, if I play this backwards, am I going to hear something? <laughs> no, it's Gaelic. It's, it's, no, it's, it's backward masking. masking. <laughs> it's like, here's to my sweet Satan, what is, I think. What, was, what is the Lord of the Rings song called? Like, Hear Him Back Again? What's a... No idea. See, I like the slower, somber stuff. I like this. And this does have a, a Celtic vibe to it, too. Yeah, I can see this in a movie. <laughs> Let's go, Frodo. <laughs> the Shire. <laughs> the Shire. I, I long for the Shire. Let's go back to the Shire. <laughs> can I go back to the days of the Shire? Let's see what we got here. Oh, I yeah, love the, the song. Troy, yeah. yeah. Troy is hands down the number one song. Yeah. Very uh, it's ponderous. It's multi-leveled. It, it yeah. changes paces. It's, yeah. Love this song, and it's and it's, it's weird because like, and if you listen to the lyrics, and I kind of like, it's like a love song, like like you want me, and it's like, man, this is creepily. I like this. It's like it's creepy. I like it. This is the one that reminds me of a Sarah McLaughlin song, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I, Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, has it's also to be got violins. It's also got like the violins too. So it's like she's even thinking about like orca- orchestra. Yeah, it, no, it's a very good song. Or shallow. Uh, are we ready to do that, that last pour? Yeah. And this is, I think that's the last one I think we have for today. That is correct. As we wrap up the show. Um, let me lower this a little bit. Uh, we're doing, again, probably one of the, the older school breweries uh, that we've talked about earlier today. The brewery. This is called Double Double Chocolate Sprinkles. Oh, yeah. It's a bourbon barrel aged imperial stat with sprinkles, cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and milk sugar. It is a 12%, a 12.7% alcohol by volume because oh. the brewery doesn't know how to do it. Low, low ABV yeah, beers. But, that, but that's still low for the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> for the brewery, that's low. Oh. Mine's been sitting out for a while, so it's got to be warm and all, all, all aromatic. You know, these stats, you want them to open up with the room temperature. All right, here we go. Cheers. That's not as as sweet as I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Right. That's a little. Yeah, you're right. It's well, maybe maybe because we're coming off of the uh, the Highland Park. (laughs) The pallets, the pallets. Yeah, the pallets have been has been destroyed. Yeah, I would say it's a it's more subtle subtle notes than uh, like you know the last one, the Highland Park beach over the head. That's a candy bar, no doubt about it. Yeah. Definitely, this one's more subtle, but you do feel the heat from the twelve point seven for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, the, for sure. This is the, to me the best that Jackie. I love the song. song. It's great. This, and this one, yeah, this this is an entire. And it's also like an entire like story that just the it, the layers change in the music. I love this, and and also this was the other song that was played on on uh, KXLU and KSBC okay. as a kid. So back in the day when this Kate dropped, they would play this one a lot. Go to the next one. That's definitely like a late '80s vibe to well, it. Well, I, well, I told you, I told you the, uh, the 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 joke about this one. 
Well, not the joke about it. What's the? Well, uh, I say I say it's a joke because it's funny. It's like, wait a minute, like what's going what, on here? What movie was this featured in? Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four: oh, The boy. Dream Master. Wow. Like, wait a minute, Sinead's already wait, doing who's already the, the Dream Warriors. No, Master, Master. Oh, the Dream Warrior was docking. That's Nightmare. Nightmare <laughs> That's three. Yeah, <laughs> like this is after the Dream Warriors. This is the Dream Master. If I ever know the names of all those movies, like shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> like we see. I think the fastest. Are we gonna do like a whole like uh, like the song, the soundtrack of Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, that's a skip. Uh, I, I was saying, I think I think the faster songs in this are less successful than the slower yeah, the, songs. Yeah, oddly enough, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I assume that probably somebody liked Sinead and they're like, hey, let's put because I think that came out in '88. So okay. they're like, hey, I like the song. Let me put it in the movie. Well, let's go to the next one. Yeah, I love the song too. I love the song too. Yeah, and very now. very ponderous. Very good. No idea what it's got. Warren and drinking. <laughs> That that you know that's all I need to know, and this it's 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 hooky dark and dark and somber. Yeah, and it's like I'm assuming you're about to die, so may as well have a drink. Oh yeah, right? oh yeah. For those about to die, we salute you. Our <laughs> what's the, the other one? Uh, what's the other quote? The uh, I want to say it's not the the stoic stoicism or like uh, like eat like eat before eat today because tomorrow we may die. Or tonight we dine in hell. That's not, like the five, the three hundred. No, no, no. no. I guess, yeah, it's not that. Although it might be related to that because that is like the Greek thing or the Spartan thing. But it's like tonight we feast because tomorrow we may die. Nice. And it's and it's like a philosophy thing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Man, this would be a great good. cover too. I assume this has been covered. This is this like a really good cover. You can cover this. And then she starts screaming stuff. <laughs> Yeah, see, so he's not screaming at me. Yeah, one of the better songs along oh, with yeah, Troy and song. Jackie, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so you, so you're, so we're on the same page. These, those three songs are amazing. This one I don't remember because I didn't listen to the full album. Bear in mind, if I did, huh? it was either somebody's party, oh, probably drunk, drunk out of my mind. You know, one of our, <laughs> I'm sure one of our friends had the album. But the, the only those only the the uh, the the first two that we talked about those are the ones that I remember hearing on the radio that that, that one I don't this song right here just call me Joe it's hands down the Liz Fair song <laughs> it's kind of a throwaway me, like, a throwaway me, track no no it's not no it's not no no it definitely oh, you like the song and you like this one I like it because it's it literally is a Liz <laughs> Fair song like Liz Fair ripped this off like you like you know a decade later Liz will rip it off. Now I'm about to pull out the Liz Fair girl, girly sound uh, uh, song that I'm thinking of. Now, so bear in mind, you're the one that got me into Liz Fair. Yeah, this one's probably not doing anything for me. Yeah, to me, to me, as I say, to me, it reminds me of Liz Fair, so it, it does work for me. And that is the album. Yeah, which yeah. I would say was it's. I it's it really is a good album. I would say it's actually a great album. And oddly right. enough, I don't think I don't think I've ever heard like the the second album. And I didn't. Yeah, you know. maybe we should do that next, perhaps. And I'm definitely going to go back to this album. And I I think it arguably I would say we we we're talking about new albums and listening to it over and over again. I think I've listened to this album. And you always say like, oh, I listened to it like a dozen times. Yeah. I think I've actually listened to this a dozen times. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Again, I think the the more somber songs for me are more successful. I think the the more up tempo ones kind of fall into that 
Oh yeah, this is clearly like, from the late eighties. Can't come out of like can't come out of like a death dedication. <laughs> so we'll do we'll do the next album. Sure, why not? Let's get go with another album. Oh, yeah, with the Shane, yeah Shane it, 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 I will say this: it really does, you know, annoy me. Can, can I say is piss okay to say? Is that like yeah. censorable? Yeah, I just dropped. It a definitely bad pisses words, me off as a kid. I didn't listen to the the album more because I definitely would have been more into it. Had I known the full, you know, the context, the whole album. Yeah. Nope. Unfortunately, I didn't. And, and at that time, we were kind of like, I'm going to say mis- misogynistic, but we, you know, we, we had our music that we liked. Yeah. And Sinead O'Connor was definitely not on that list. I will tell you one thing that nothing compares to you, which I'll do as our yeah. outro, is a great cover song. I love that song. Yeah. And I mean, you probably remember the video where it's just like she's wearing oh, yeah, absolutely. a turtleneck, black background, oh, yeah. and she's just like this whole yeah. contrast. Kind of similar to uh, George Michael's, uh, the, we're standing up against the wall, like by himself, nothing else happening. And I think, you know, unfortunately, Besides that video, because I think everyone remembers her from that video and that song. Yeah. I guess the other thing people probably remember her is her appearance at Saturday Night Live. Oh, she, yeah. Like, the the yeah. The oh, picture, yeah. Picture that might, that's that's arguably what derailed her yeah. career. But then again, she never really was that, other than, you know, that nothing nothing compares to you. She really wasn't that big. That yeah. first album should be big, but she really wasn't that big. She never quite made it to mainstream. Besides that, nothing compares to you. And, and then also, that appearance on uh, oh on, yeah, uh, that kind of like they, basically, especially America in nineteen was it nineteen eighty eight probably eighty seven? No, no, eighty seven was the original. I think nothing that album was like no. I think it was actually ninety when she came out the second album. At that time, we still had a little like you know like oh you can't do that the religious like the especially Catholicism yeah you can't do that like you know, you know and she did it and that kind of I think that really did um, kind of blackball her you know. Was that what's called black, blacklist? Blacklister, or or blackball? Same thing. But I wonder when it, her performance on SNL. I wonder what song she did. I'm assuming she did nothing compares to you, but she must have done another song. She might have changed it. She might have pulled like a Dead Kennedys and like changed it. I can't remember. Yeah, I have to go. I have to go back and look at her perform, performance yeah, yeah, on yeah. SNL and see what she did. Um, what else you got? Oh, uh, oh, that's it. Oh. Nothing else. No, I, um, I got oh, one that... more. One more thing. You have to watch the bear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. Like you, that that show is it that good? P- people have told me that's a good show. It it and I think did I tell you the premise of it or no? No. So the premise, I'm not going to ruin it, but the premise of it is, um, there is a high level young and up and coming chef whose oh. brother owns a a sandwich and deli shop, and he dies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I read that. And, and so the the guy has to go take over that and run that family shop now. Yeah. Um. So he's coming from you know this background, this culinary background. A Michelin, run, like Michelin training, for, is that what it is? And he's, yeah, now he's doing much. deli now. Yeah, now he's got to do a deli. So <laughs> that's it, actually kind of cool. I can make like high end deli food. Is that- it is amazing, and if you're interested okay. in doing the doing an episode for the show, definitely because it it, yeah. it it is. I mean, Everybody, it, it is quite. A special it's been show. recommended to me several times now. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's do an episode, maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, and don't forget, he's playing kind of oddly enough. He's playing Carrie Von Eric. <laughs> oh. Oh. Like the the main the main guy is playing Carrie yeah. Von Eric. Yeah. Man, that's another one that's coming. I can't wait for that. The Iron Claw. Yeah. So it, it's kind of weird because I thought it'd be opposite. I thought Zach Efron probably should play Carrie, and this guy should play Kevin. But now, oh, yeah, but yeah. Zach Efron's playing Kevin. 
and this guy's playing Carrie Von Eric. So you, okay. and you know they're both jacked up for the for that. Oh movie. yeah, you know. Yeah, let's just say there there, there may or may not be uh, certain enhancements <laughs> that, they, that they took to, especially oh. when doing Carrie because Carrie was the biggest one out of all of them. Okay, wait a second. The, you might get out to a theater to watch this. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's it's no. about Eric's. Come on, that's like no. a, that's a, we I was. Well, that does that does mention you had mentioned you were getting another car, and I was like, oh yeah, if you get a Porsche, like that, that might that might take me out into a like Porsche. A, <laughs> Actually, I, I was driving that. either that or like a nineteen fifty fifty ish Corvette, like a like a <laughs> what like the like the uh, the Route sixty six. The uh, oh, I know. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking of. Um, uh, Maxwell Smart. Well, get smart. Well, no, did he drive a Corvette? Did he in there? No, did he drive did a Corvette? No, I think I he had a Corvette. I can't remember. Beginning. That, really? that can't iconic remember. opening sequence. Remember that? Oh, that, shoot. Was that a dun, Corvette? Dun, dun, dun. What I can't remember. What was the theme song oh. of that? I love that song. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, is that the good song? No, one? that's dun. Adam. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, wait, I have no idea. It's been so long. No, so now, now I'm thinking of Route 66. With it. They that? had the Corvette. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's the hot couple. That's the, what the hell's that? What's the <laughs> you're, you're just as bad. You're... <laughs> We're old, man. That's true. Let's see. Get. Smart theme. Let's see if this pops up yeah, here. Where is a good smart? Oh, get smart. Here we go. Huh? What was it, what was the guy's name? The actor Don Adams, the great uh, Don Adams. Was it, no, was it Don Adams? Is that his name? Yeah, it's been that long. All I remember is that that cone of silence, and there was a good looking, the good looking actress was the, uh, the uh, Barbara Fel- Barbara Feldon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Adams and Barbara Feldon, and then the the chief. Uh, oh oh yeah, the name. chief. Yeah, great they show. Had, they had all that technology, but it was like it was useless. It was <laughs> <laughs> great show. Um, yeah, so the bear, you got to watch it. Maybe we'll throw it on the agenda just so you, to force you to watch it. Right. Uh, what else you got? I, I'm done. I got up. All right. Two, a little bit early, two hours and 50 minutes. Go watch some fights in a little bit. Uh, this has been Bivan. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.